Hello everybody, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is James Chen and I am joined by Mr. Ultra David, Mr. Tubaware. How's everybody going out there? I'm doing fantastically. I finally got a haircut an entire year and a half later and <laughs> I really like it and it's cool and also Boy, my head is so light. I can do anything. My neck isn't working at all right now. This is the easiest day my neck's had in a long time. What's going on, Tubboy? How are you? Hey, I'm apparently still blurry. I don't know, man. In pre-show and on James's preview, I don't look blurry. I don't know why I'm blurry. We got this brand new camera, and I'm really upset that I'm blurry because it's ruining my own immersion when I look at well, myself. The weirdest thing it's about it is, is that on Discord, you look fine. It's That's only, what I'm saying. Like I look absolutely fine in right. the preview. I don't know so why. What it's, the hell? I don't know if it's just XSplit or something or what is, there is like going on. Is like a sharpen image option or like? I was trying to look for like a quality, like buff the quality Whoa. thing, but I can't find anything over here. It's wild. That it is wild because you specifically it's got so a new weird. camera. Yeah, like for this reason. For right. This reason, yeah. I don't know why it's like that. Uh... Well, bummer. Uh, we'll work on that. In the meantime, let me tell you what we're going to be doing today. On this side of your screen, you can see the topics. Guilty Gear Strive. We'll talk all about it. We'll have our thoughts and recaps on all sorts of various aspects of that thing. Ooh, boy, we all played it. It was cool, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, as you can see, the fact that tournaments are coming back in some cases. Others are considering it. We have an interview with Flux. He'll be on here to talk about Strive, as well as some other stuff. We're going to be talking about one of our own topics, about whether you know a certain controller mod is too good or whatever. Good. We'll be talking about another 5.5 topic chosen by viewers. We'll talk about the CPT. We'll talk about other game news, including an MK patch. We'll talk about other community news. We'll talk about upcoming stuff. There is quite a bit to talk about this week. We got a pretty full <laughs> list. All right. But, of course, let's begin by talking about Guilty Gear Strive. It was available for public beta this past weekend. It was available basically from my time, like Thursday to Sunday. Yep. And I know that we all played it. Now, just let me say briefly, I didn't get to play it as much as I was hoping. I was expecting and hoping that I was going to be able to play it quite a bit, but... For reasons I'll talk about later, like I've just been really busy lately, work, life, yada yada, and I yeah, didn't have that right, much David, time. Let me interrupt you, James. Can you hit that timer? Yeah. There we go, uh, baby. No, oh. no, I had the exact same thing, David. I barely had a chance to play it, but I mean that was a mix between a lot of different reasons. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, I had plenty of opportunity to play. So I did play Friday night with my good pal Flexo. We played. I don't know. Oh, Julian, my buddy Jules is there. We all we all play it online. That's awesome. Uh, but in that process, I was just talking all this mess like two weeks ago on here about how I don't have any esports injuries and my hands are absolutely fine. And, <laughs> oh no, bro! I probably played like fifty to seventy games Friday night of Strive, and my hand, my right hand in particular, right right here, just on fire. Just so hurt. <laughs> so no, not my wrist. My my like my hands. Yeah. A little bit on the left, too. So I woke up Saturday. I assumed, like, oh, I'll go to bed. I'll wake up fine. No big deal. Saturday, hands still hurt. My hands didn't feel better until today because I, of course, played on Saturday when I shouldn't have. I played David, actually. So. Yeah, we had a long set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so, nice. I, I, yeah. so you I didn't, didn't play, play as much as I, I, I planned on putting in, like, 
between 12 and 15 hours and i probably got in about three to four max so yep. yeah well that's a bummer i'm sorry to hear about the hands i had about really the is. same amount of playing time i would say probably three to four hours overall yeah uh, so you know with that with that aside that's still a pretty substantial amount of time to have played a game and so yeah. i think that we can all probably come to conclusions about like how we felt about it initially um sure. so i think there's a bunch of different angles to take and we'll talk about like lobbies characters gameplay etc but do you have like a sort of initial overall reaction uh yeah first and foremost i want everyone to know that i was right i was 100 percent right i feel so goddamn vindicated that arxis did not fix the lobbies i told you <laughs> i told all of you this game should not have been delayed they could have fixed it while we were already playing the damn game i just i i i so many of my friends are game devs like i i'm not a game dev but we they talk about this stuff like i understand how much time and effort this stuff takes so when i was telling you guys they cannot fix this in a month and a half they can't they can't they can't they can't and everybody said a delayed game will be a better game no it's the same fucking lobby system guys they put up little podiums now just like their old games they regressed they did not move forward they regressed back to all the other games they've been making for the past eight years or whatever now like uh, but other than that i absolutely love the gameplay <laughs> i absolutely love guilty gear strive the lobbies are just still trash that's all all right all right what do you got james i mean my initial thing about this is that um this is everybody kept asking me what my opinion with the game of the game was and my answer to everyone is this is not your father's guilty gear all right, and this is the thing, right? It is not what you, what everybody has this preconceived notion, especially people who have played Guilty Gear. I have noticed that the most negative people were people who have played Guilty Gear, and the most positive people were the ones who have never played Guilty Gear. Because <laughs> then they played it and were like, this game is great! Ah, oh, this game is fantastic! Because they didn't have a lot of comparisons to go with. Uh, look, for the for the Guilty Gear players out there, it's gonna be tough. But you know, again, it's it sucks to say this, but it's true. But being Street Fighter players, we're just like meh, you know. So like when I'm sitting here playing Guilty Gear and it's a different game than all the other Guilty Gears, I'm like, well, I'll adjust. <laughs> you know, it mm. definitely sucks that with Edo, I can't do kick into heavy slash into vertical you know chemical love my jumping dust hits you with you know it doesn't pop you in the air and i don't get my super long corner bouncy 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 combos all day you can tell that in this version of the game they have nerfed the combo the combo length as much as they could because this game is not about what the old guilty gears were which is uh, you know, combo into Oki, into combo, into Oki, into combo, into Oki. They wanted to get rid of that. And it's very clear that that's the case. You get Oki in some situations for very big callouts, so you get big rewards for that. But outside of that, you it's not going to be the same thing. And that's fine. And I think that's fine. So, again, you don't have to... I mean, did you guys watch Joe's video that he just put out today? No, he basically... He echoed exactly what I said. You don't have to like it, but it's not the like 
it's not bad. Like, it's you don't sit there and be like, yeah, this is shit. Like, this is garbage. You can't even play it. Like, because half the people who have never played Guilty Gear enjoy the hell out of it so far. It's a different game. It's just not what you want it to be. And then, like he said, he's like, Third Strike players, you know what they do? They keep playing Third Strike. So if you like the Guilty Gear the way it was before, go play the old game. Hell, Axon Core plus R just got freaking rollback netcode. <laughs> you know? And and they uh, just updated lobbies on that game. Yeah. Lobbies. Exactly. Seriously. So it's like, you're fine, dude. You don't have to like the game, but don't ruin other people's enjoyment of it. And they're not wrong if they enjoy the game. Let's just put it that way. So, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's. I have my own feelings about it, which I'll say in shortly. But yeah, I, just to echo first, I totally agree that if you like the game, don't let me or anybody else dissuade you, or don't let other people <laughs> make you like a game. Either way, right? I think David was it, trying like, to preview what he thinks of the game there. <laughs> um, it. I, I didn't feel that it's bad. I don't have anything specifically negative to say about it, but I also didn't feel like I was terribly engaged while I was playing it. Um, I didn't feel that there were terribly interesting decisions to make while I was playing it. Uh, I didn't feel that there were that there was terribly strong option diversity while I was playing it. Um, and it's obviously a gorgeous game, and the netcode from my experience, again, was amazing. Um, and so it's got these really big upsides. But when I think about my experience playing it, those are the two things that I think about. And I don't really think like, wow, that was so sick when I did X, or that, well, wow, when they did Y, it was so cool. Uh, not really. Um, and, and again, that's not to say that I didn't, I had fun, Brock and I played, We had, I had a good time. I played with another one of our buddies for a, a while. That was fun. Like, that's, I didn't hate it, I, I, so I don't have any like anything specifically negative. I just th the the spark there of like, oh, this game is sick. I got to do more of whatever it is. I didn't really feel, and I was uh, I was a little bit disappointed about that. Um, my my guess is that this may be in part related to the fact that I was playing Potemkin. I really wanted to play Axel. Like I said, I didn't have that much time, and so I just jumped in with the character that I like knew a little bit more about and felt like was just easier to pick up and play. And so I played Pot and I just, he's just not interesting to me. I just feel like I'm bored while I'm playing. Um, and and I wish that I had played Axel, even though now in retrospect, that I had played Axel, even though it, I probably would have gotten dunked and you know lost, I probably, but I think I might've enjoyed it more because he does have. You almost did play Axel. When we yeah, went to dude. go play, you said, I want to play Axel. I said, okay. Then you forgot to switch your character because, of course, you pick your character preload. And then you said, nah, I'll just play Pot. Yeah. <laughs> you had your chance, Bucko. Literally loading in, I was like, oh, I'm about to play Axel versus Brock. And then it turned out not to be. So anyway, whatever. Um, I mean, it's, again, I don't have any, like, specifically negative stuff. I just didn't get, like, the, ooh, this is so cool, I got to do this sort of drive that I get with some games. <laughs> and um, with... With other games that I really love out already, um, I don't I don't know that I'm going to end up spending a lot of time in Strive. That said, 
I probably will play it at least a little bit because the netcode's amazing and like all of my friends are playing it. So it's it would be a really good way to just hang out with buddies and be like, oh, let's play a video game. And I'm probably gonna lose because I'm not taking it as seriously, but like, it's cool. We'll just hang, hang out and play. Um, so anyway, that's my sort of overview hmm. uh, I mean, of, the, of the experience. I played only pot online. Um, I think he's fantastic. I have so okay. much fun playing that character. That's, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's great. And and the other thing too is it's what's really interesting to me is uh, I feel like we're only tapping into from all the footage that I've seen from everybody that I've seen playing and everything like that. I really feel like we're tapping into like ten percent, fifteen percent of the game right now. Um, I know a lot of people think the game feels really simple, etc., etc., but I just think the RC drift mechanic is too expansive, and so I cool. don't it's think so cool. any of us have to... Like, I played hours of Eno against Olaf, my roommate. We played offline, and I didn't get a chance to do any of the cool RC drift shit that I know Anji can do because the muscle memory just wasn't there. Like, right now, for me, Potemkin... Every time I land, you know, 2P, 6K, RC drift in the pot buster, I feel like a god, right? Like, I mean, it's just the greatest damn feeling in the world, right? And so, uh, but that's also because I practiced the hell out of that in the previous beta. In this one, I never got a chance to practice any of the Anji stuff. Like, when you do his Fujin into the hop, you can fast RC cancel that to do instant overheads, etc., etc. There's just so many options that I don't think we've explored yet. And I think the game is going to get super wild uh, once we actually have the chance to lab it and get the muscle memory in there. Because the, the, the most, one of the most interesting things about RC Drift, honestly, is that it's not easy. It's, it's, it's executionally really kind of obtuse so that for a lot of people, it's not just like, oh, that's right, I have RC Drift, let's do it. And so again, also all claims of this game being easy are highly overstated. Uh, I don't think that this game is going to be simple at all. No. For RC Drift, it's just a piano. It's really if, easy. If you use the dash button, sure. But you I mean, like... Using both the dash button and also the RC button. And, and all you got to do is literally... Boop. Right. But boop. to have the muscle memory to do that and do the fast cancel... That's the hardest part because the fast cancel also makes it so that you, the timing, the window for fast cancel is not that big. So it's, it, it's easy to miss that. And so it's actually one of the trickier things in the game, I think. Well, I think you're, I think you're right that it, the game is going to get more complex. So my criticism of, of it is not that I feel like it's going to be super simple in the end. I, took, I can absolutely imagine that it's going to get cool. And maybe so, when it does get cool, I'll come back and play, but I'm not inspired enough to like be the guy who figures it out. Like I am with other games. I, I oftentimes like want to be the guy to be like, oh, a new game, let's find some super sick stuff. But I mean... I'm, I'm not, not going to do it this time. And if other people do do it, cool, like let me know and I'll maybe I'll come back and play. I don't know. You said doo-doo. Uh, I've talked about this several times on here before. And... Fighting game devs are very clearly and very purposefully making their games look simple at first. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, they're putting in characters that aren't super advanced, maybe one or two more advanced-ish characters. Right. Um, 
And they're, and they're doing that to not to keep the old players, because the majority of the old players are going to buy the game anyways. They're trying to bring in new players. So when those new players go, oh, this game is really cool, they're fully trained up, they're caught in the game, they're playing it online every day. And so when they drop more um, advanced characters, when they add more mechanics, a la Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Versus, etc., etc., yeah. the game is more accessible for... And, Street Fighter Five. the game is way yeah. more accessible for them because they're learning these things over time rather than dumping in all these features and all these like wild-ass characters up front. They want to drag in new audience, new players, and then slowly introduce them to that stuff. And I... Man, I've been doing... What, I've been around for like 12, 13, whatever years now. Every time a new fighting game comes out, every single time, it's too simple. You're right. People think they, people think they figured that shit out in a week. Um... And it's, it's never been correct. Not once. Not once has it been correct where, yeah, we're doing the same shit four years later that we did in week one. Like, it's, it's not true ever. <laughs> but that's always a reaction. People think they got to figure it out. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe being veteran fighting game players where, you know, it's not that hard to, like, pick up the very basics of a game. And maybe you're remembering back to when you were a new player and it was super hard. And maybe that's where the this is too simple comes from. But either way, yeah, th this game is going to be way deeper than people are giving it credit for. James, I agree with you. RC Drift is really weird to, to do. And um, even if you do use the, the, the dash button, I, I do. But the way my controller is set up, I can't really plink it. I'd have to plink with my thumb and then hit the top three buttons. Mm -hmm. and it would, it's a mess. So I just dash when I, when yeah, I do it. Yeah, I mean, also, but the fast cancel is... is it, the, 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 the RC Drift is the easy part. It's the fast cancel that... It's the fast cancel that's the trickier part, honestly. Sure. That that's the part that makes it a little bit tricky. So, yeah. yeah again, I, I I do not want my criticism to come across as me saying that I think it's too simple of a game. It mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't seem like that's going to end up being the case. Uh, mm -hmm. Instead, it's more that I don't find anything in it that it really inspires me. And granted, that in the end, the end game of it might be complicated and cool. Maybe I'll come back for that, but. The, the the beginning game of it um, is not complicated and yeah maybe people probably people will make it complicated and maybe the dev will add more complicated stuff to it as well um, but I, I don't really want to go through that process to be perfectly honest like I you mentioned a bunch of games that did it MK11 did it as well like the game is more complicated now than it was on launch even though it launched fairly complicated um, and I've, I've done it a lot at this point and I don't really want to now uh, and and maybe for games maybe for series that like I'm really invested in I'm really invested in like MK and right. Street Fighter and those yeah. are those are the series that at this point I find myself like most into yeah. uh, okay I'll stick around and like maybe Street Fighter 5 becomes a good game after launching like all right uh, and I mean... and it did cool and MK11 I enjoyed the whole time and it did get more complicated so I I can imagine myself doing it again for some other games but like I, it's not. I don't think it's this one. Though. Yeah, That's I mean, I I think that more just has to do with that. You just in general have never been invested in Guilty Gear. Yeah, and you're you right. Just yeah. and you just kind of, in general, have a lesser opinion of Guilty Gear than you do of other fighting games. You know. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I, I don't like I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think that I think that it's like a bad series or anything. Right. David hates Guilty Gear. I mean, first. that's the, always the impression that I've gotten. Because I know when you feel feel ways about certain things, you always 
find your chance to like dig in that nail in there and that's the way it's always been about guilty gear i've never done that honestly i've had absolutely done that with some stuff i can't recall ever having done that with gear anytime you talk about uh, when you talk about potemkin every time you talk about when you talk about how every character plays the same because all they do is put a fireball on you when you get up you know, you know, you've, you've definitely better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's not right. <laughs> like, that, that's also not me saying that I dislike it. Well, I'm not playing it, right? That That is true. But uh, I, I would not have the sort of negative sort of caustic criticisms of it that I do of uh, some other series. For sure, <laughs> some other game. Uh, while you were talking about Tubbo, um, you know the idea that every game gets more complicated. I, I feel like I can think of a couple that um, that break that mold. Uh, it's not Sam Show obviously got more complicated. That's not the game that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are there are a couple out there that like. I can, still, I, can I, I can actually I can actually name one game that breaks okay. that mold. Yeah. MBCI was super tag the game from day one and still super tag the game now. <laughs> and anyone who tries to tell you otherwise is lying to you because they know it's super tag the game. Right. Other than well, that, though, I can't think I of mean, any other game that was figured out right away. All right, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to. It's not, not the point of this segment. Um, but no, I don't consider myself being like opposed to Guilty Gear or anything. I think I've always yeah. thought that it's cool to watch. Uh, it's just, it's not something that's enticed me enough to play. And yeah, I definitely think that part of that is that the character that I think that I would fit the most naturally with is the character that I think is like unfortunately uninteresting. Right. Uh, so anyway, when when the game comes out, I'll definitely buy it and I'll play Axel and I hope that I'll enjoy it more. It's my view for now. Mm-hmm. I so I feel like if this game wasn't called Guilty Gear and it was a brand new IP, everyone would love it. Mm. Everyone would love it. I, I think to Grand Blue Versus. Everybody loved Grand Blue Versus, but that's like one of the one of the like simple games that I would think of, right? Like it had one button specials. It was very clearly made to bring in new players. Nobody complained about that game's depth at first. No one, no one at all was like, "This game is shallow." Blah blah blah. It, people were just enjoying a new IP, and I think if Strive didn't have Guilty Gear legacy to it, and these were all brand new characters, brand new IP, and it looked as pretty as it did, and it played just like it did, there would be a lot of people praising the game, rather than like kind of this 50-50 split of I really love it, I, I think it's shallow. I, yeah, I, I don't know, man, I, I think the the Guilty Gear legacy to itself, like the name, the IP, is what people are upset about yeah. mostly, because it's, it, it's, it's different. But like James said, we're Street Fighter players, and every Street Fighter game is completely different, so... That doesn't really affect us very much. Like that's fine. Let's learn the new game. That's how it works. So yeah. right. And and one of the things a lot of people, I mean, you know, people talk about oh, they're trying to simplify the game. They're trying to make it easier, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The message that I've gotten largely from Daisuke, and if you actually look at the way that the game plays a little bit, it's less about making the game simpler because there's obviously complicated stuff in the game. The, the the message that Daisuke, I th- felt like, at least maybe I interpret it this way, is that he's trying to make it so that Guilty Gear is no longer a legacy franchise. 
is right. what really what it comes down to. He just doesn't want it so that the people who are good at the old ones just come in here and drop right in here and be like, I'm great at everything. So, you know, the decision, like, I agree with a lot of people. Having a more freeform Gatling system is more beginner friendly <laughs> than what it is right now. I think what it is right now is very not beginner friendly because you have to memorize this really weird esoteric system on what can chain into what, you know? Um, uh, but again, that forces everybody to have to play the game differently, you know, changing the way a lot of the characters function. So again, the game is so much less about, you know, landing this hit and converting some crazy combo, even in this beta, more so than the previous beta, because the pushback on combos is crazier. And then they started at, they added back the gravity increase during juggles to prevent infinite etc etc so i just feel like um he's trying to change the way the game plays people don't get like milia's disc isn't as good of a meaty as it was before mm. anji just can't butterfly everybody off of every knockdown and be like guess what i've got instant overhead fireball thingy or low mix up and vortex you over and over again like you can tell they're trying not to have that happen in the game and so for a lot of people, it doesn't feel like Guilty Gear, but, you know, a lot of people who are former Anji players hated Anji in this game. They're like, his kit is just garbage. He can't do anything. The number two, I mean, like, the, the second highest ranked player in the, in the ladder was Lost Soul with Anji. You know, like, I played Anji, and I never played the original Anji that much. I knew what he did. But I was like, oh, he doesn't play like that anymore. Let's try something different. And as soon as I started figuring out what to do with him, there's a lot of really interesting, fun things you could do with the character, you know? And what? You're they... telling me that Anji was actually fun when you tried to play him the way he <laughs> played his drive and not plus R? That's crazy, James. Right. No way. And, and like... I actually thought that he seemed fun. I played against him quite a bit. And I thought playing against him that like, oh, this character looks like the player who's probably having fun. Like, that was yeah. my thought mm -hmm. of the character. Yeah, it's just, that's just the way it is. It's, yeah, you can't do what you want before. In fact, I mean, that's the biggest benefit of playing Potemkin, right? Is that he largely gets to do a lot of what he used to do because he's Potemkin, right? I mean, it's they're not going to change him super drastically. But, you know, a lot of the other characters, yeah, they're, they're different than what you remember them to be. But... Again, I just, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, in my opinion, so. No, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, do, do you guys want to talk about the characters specifically uh, at this point, or is there anything else to say, a sort of overview? I mean, dude, I, I could talk about this game online, I really, really, like <laughs> okay. uh, I, I'm, I'm all in on some, on some strive. So um, James was talking about uh, one of the new characters there, did you guys play Eno as well? I played I, against her a few times, Yeah. like just randos. But uh, I didn't play Asher. I only played May. I I I'm I'm like 100% playing May. That character is for me. She fits you really well. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, but, that's absolutely my character. Uh, you know what? I mean, the damage is crazy in this game, but they did reduce it. It's a lot less they than did. it was. They did. They they reduced it by like a good 10 to 15 percent. Yeah. They reduced it a lot. <laughs> but um, it, it was fun playing Elbo in the sense that like, I would you know I would hit him like three times. I'm Potemkin and he's like half dead and then he hits me and i think in my mind like well it's probably no big deal and then like four hits later like half my life's gone <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that half my life was gone yeah i mean 
uh, I fought against Olaf's Eno. So I was learning Anji, he was learning Eno. So that's what we did. We played a bunch. And it's really interesting how Eno works now. She's very different than she was before. Like, her Vortex was really good before, and she's not as vortexy as a character she's just more if you have your offensive flow down because her little dive attack has that little bounce follow-up if you time the the attack right and again see it's not like oh hold the button down and you bounce they didn't make the game simple right it's still you have to learn how to time it and do and, and things like that like i said she doesn't get the free combos after the jump dust uh, in fact, I couldn't ever get jump dust land and combo without an RC with or without doing the dive canceling into the dive attack and stuff like that. But I don't know. She just like she feels like once she gets going and if you know what you're doing, you're just going to be on top of someone constantly. And just like when I was playing Anji, it was less about the knockdown Oki combo, knockdown Oki combo. It was get the hit, 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 get the hit. It was just like lots of individual hits, lots of short three hit combos. And I really like that. <laughs> I really liked how that felt. I do too, James. I do too, man. I, I would I would rather spend time in the lab learning how to open people up rather than grinding out a combo for an hour or two mm -hmm. every night until I per perfected it. I'm with like, you there. I'm, I'm yeah. 33, man. I don't have time. To <laughs> I have to pick one or the other. Either I'm hitting you with sexy combos or I'm opening you up. That's... <laughs> I got I mean, a big one. The funniest thing, too, is like, I mean, I know I'm biased, but I feel like combos are the easiest part of fighting games. <laughs> That's the easiest part to get to. But, I mean, their combos are in this game anyway, right? Like, if you have the meter and you want to do cool stuff, you can. You absolutely can. Like, I was finding some sick combos. But, again, another really interesting thing about the way design, and, again, more leading to what Daisuke is trying to do, is that you get rewarded for beefy combos in the corner. But guess what happens? You break the wall and you're set back yeah, you to neutral. It. So you get to the corner, your reward is some ridiculous combo that you can finally do because mid-screen combos were very kind of weak unless you were like soul. But like, <laughs> uh, in uh, general- May could do some damage mid-screen. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen enough May yet. I honestly haven't. <laughs> But I, uh, I hit Keats with a mid-screen combo that was like 75%. Jesus. It felt so good. It felt so good. <laughs> but, you know, again, I like that. You get to do this crazy combo in the corner. Breaking the wall, I don't know. I don't know why. I think breaking the wall feels amazing. <laughs> like, I, I every time I get to launch someone through the wall, I feel good. Like, I, I know think, I lost... I What's oh, that? sorry. I was gonna say I think Strive does a good job at doing that overall. Yeah. Like every time I hit someone, I can feel the impact. Like I feel like a badass when I when I land a combo. Like it just it feels fantastic. Mm. Like I, I've said this over and over again, man. I will have flux on here soon. I think it feels like one v one Marvel three. Mm. Like that's mm. the feeling that I get. If you think about one v one Marvel three minus like zero or uh, like yeah like zero and Virgil, Virgil put on the belt. For the most part, there's no real set play in 1v1 Marvel 3. You can delay your wake up, you can roll forward, you can roll backwards, you can attack 85 different ways. And that's how Strive is. Like, there's no real set play except for on hard knockdowns. Right. So, and, and, like, when I'm air dashing around and hitting people and picking people up off, off these, like, weird conversions from, like, jump K and stuff, 
I just get like the the, the Marvel feeling, and it just yeah. feels so good. And that's what I mean. So uh, this game, like once I started playing Anji, and I was just realizing, like I would just do these things with Anji. His counter super is so goddamn fun. Oh my god, because it's like one frame. It's like one frame. So like I would do stuff with Anji where I would do the Fujin and I would jump up and throw the daggers. The like Olaf would jump over and air dash and try to punish me, and I would just counter super and it would come out in time and hit him and like. I would even butterfly and he would try to jump and punch that counter super. Dude, like that shit felt amazing. But again, it wasn't about the set play. It wasn't about the combo. It was always about this kind of neutral situation and getting hits and stuff like that. And for me, I was really enjoying that. And that's what I was. And that's the cool thing about Potemkin as well, because my favorite thing about playing Zangief is the drive to get in, which is why in hyperfighting, one of my favorite fights was fighting against Guile, even though that fight sucks. I just enjoyed that process of trying to get in. Potemkin has a lot of that, but he has awesome tools that let him get in. And they nerfed a bunch of stuff. And Megafist is minus on block. It can be punished now. Hammerfall is minus. None of that changed anything about the way I played him. <laughs> like, I didn't care. Like, go ahead. I don't care. But, like, he, he just that drive of trying to get in, and then you find that one moment, and just like hyper fighting, now when I pop buster you, it freaking hurts. God, that's such a great feeling. <laughs> it's such a great feeling. He got, he got nerfed, but he still seemed strong to me. He still yeah. seemed like he had a oh, bunch he, of strong. He's goals. definitely good. Yeah, um, the nobody felt weak to me. Era, fought against. Era going like two thirds stage is so good. Is very strong. It's I feel so even good. though it, I, I got punished on hit a couple of times. In fact, like if you if you place it really badly, you, you can get punished on hit. Right. Um, but if you if you're placing it well and you do have the ability to place it well because you have two different distances, Kara or regular, um, then you know it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's he's good. I I definitely felt that. Uh, it seemed to me that um, I didn't I didn't play that much against Brando's online. It was mostly just with friends. Mm -hmm. But the little that I saw of Soul, he seemed really good. Yeah. Uh, Ram seemed really good. A couple times that I played, uh, I played against uh, Giovanna from Japan. The netcode shoutouts, uh, <laughs> who was just absolutely demolishing, demolishing me. Like the speed that he played that character at was amazing. Nice. Uh, so so fast and and very strong. So I mean, it seemed to me that all the characters that I saw seemed like they had some real juice in them. Yeah. In the hour that I played online ranked before I did commentary on Saturday, um, was it Saturday? No, it was on Friday. In the hour that I played online ranked, I definitely went from sixth floor to tenth floor. I played a bunch in a, in the parks as well, and I was. Uh, lossless i did not lose a single game the entire time i played so <laughs> and that's another thing i wanted to talk about i think that people's skill levels like a lot of fight like you know i don't want to say pro players but fgc members are playing against scrubs and they're like this totally. game has no depth because all i did was jump at this guy and he gets hit right away and I, I think that was part of the problem as well but we can we need we're past time we can move on we'll talk about that stuff with flux well, we have more here one to last question. I just want to say the only person that I lost to was this Geo player on random rank. Okay. Everybody else I spoke <laughs> well. a real scrub killer. For yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. So last question that I have to ask: What was the score between Tubo and David? It was fifteen ten. David won. 
Good shit. I wanted to play first of 50. I wanted to play first of 50. <laughs> but my hand said no. Oh, the hands, right. I see. My hand said no. See, you Listen. knew David would be sympathetic for the hands, so, you know, you, 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 <laughs> Dude, you use that I, as I, the I, excuse. I would, I, would rather, I would rather have played David and lost the first of 50 than not be able to play the first of 50, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah I, hear sure. I hear you. For sure. Um, but yeah, David did beat me 15 10. Nice. Okay. I actually wasn't keeping track. I didn't realize. Well, the, 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 it shows the score in the bottom right. Oh, I didn't even I should notice. have screenshot it. I didn't think about it. Just okay. for, for proof. I mean, but like yeah, I said, you, you, you won 15-10. That was fun. It was it was fun. It was fun playing with you. I played with Hero quite a long set as well. And that stuff's cool. Like, I it, I didn't dislike the game. And playing with friends in a fighting game is fun. It's just, like, a fun thing to do. Did you? Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that as well in the launch. Did you set up a Moobot to do the glossary thing? That's genius. <laughs> uh, it actually wasn't my idea. That was Sagem's idea, and I saw him say it on Twitter, and I immediately set it up because that that is very smart. Holy shit! I am doing that. Okay, okay. I'm Chicago good. punish, maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Cool. I Next guess that's time. it for that. Uh, we're going to be talking about Strive with Flux as well, and that's probably not going to be too long from now because we only have one topic in between. Uh, so let's get to that next one. All right, cool. Uh, so just a little bit of news on this, and then we'll talk about it. Some offline tournaments have announced that they are returning. Here's one. Climax of Night uh, is going to be returning November 20th to 21st. It'll be in Atlanta. And when they announced this last week, the re response was immediate. And they almost, just within a couple of days, sold out registration. They they hit their caps on, on all Jesus. their games. Uh, super, super quickly. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So um, what they are doing now is increasing the numbers cap. So for Uni, it's going to go up to 224. Melty, 116. DFCI up to 64. Uh, Melty Blood up to... Uh, they're doing teams, actually. They're doubling the amount of teams to 32. Uh, so they're they're increasing the registration. But that shows you like how popular this is. People really want to get back to it. <laughs> and additionally, CEO announced that they're going to be returning December... Third through fifth in Orlando. Uh, this was announced uh, today, um, and then uh, even further, some other events have talked about maybe coming back. Big E talked about maybe bringing NEC back this year. So in the fall and sort of w beginning of winter, already a couple of tournaments are announced. Probably others are going to do the same. Uh, this is actually happening. And I also know that some people are having locals again. I saw some pictures on Twitter of people around the states who are doing locals again. And, like, you know, we've I've already met up with a couple of buddies myself to play just not official locals, not tournaments, but, like, we met up to play. Official locals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <On turn. laughs> right. Yeah, it wasn't, like, an official tournament or whatever, but it, we, we got together to hang. So it is happening. The CDC in the U.S. announced that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to have a mask. Mm. Uh, what you know, the sort of <laughs> wisdom of that, we can maybe talk about later. But like that, that is also a sign that things are are coming back. Uh, so before we talk about this, I want to also say that this is specifically in the U.S. and and we have very thankfully done a great job at vaccination. Continues to happen. Um, I just read that 60% of U.S. adults have had at least one shot. 
Uh, so, I mean, it's it really is moving here. Some states, California's uh, on, on track to hit 90% vaccinated. Uh, so this is, um, this is this is how it is for us. Other countries are obviously in a much worse state and we've kind of swapped spots with some other countries around the world. So India is yeah. still having a terrible time of it. There are countries in uh, East Asia and South America and Central America are having a real bad time. And parts of Europe are, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is really, it's really rough in other areas for sure. Um, so, you know, please don't take the, us talking about this as being like everything's cool again no worries anymore right <laughs> but specifically for the u.s things are actually improving what do you guys think about having offline locals offline majors being planned right now uh i'm okay with offline majors being planned right now um i wouldn't attend one in the next couple of months but i, I think uh assuming numbers keep trending the way they are assuming more people keep getting vaccinated that you know October, November, December, it'll, I would, I would probably feel comfortable attending an event like that. I'd feel more comfortable if they required vaccination proof, um, and only allow those that are vaccinated in. Uh, but, but even like my, my locals, the, the guys that used to run Dragon Ball out here, uh, that I would, when I actually played the game, uh, they're starting up and they want me to come out and play Strive because almost all those guys started specifically with Dragon Ball Fighters. Like that was their first fighting game. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, oh, yeah, let's get veteran fighting. Yeah, come out, come play Strive with us. And I was like, I'd love to, but I'm not doing that till at least the fall, probably. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, 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 I politely declined their invite to come next month. Like, I think they're starting up next month. Um, there is a tournament in Atlanta, a marble tournament that I really want to go to, but I'm not going to. I could totally afford it. I have a, my buddy Limbo. I don't know if you guys know Limbo. He's an old uh, Chicago Marble 3 player. He lives in Atlanta now. He's like, yeah, dude, come stay with me. And I was like, I can't, I, do, I just don't feel safe, man. And, yeah. I, and I, I don't want to help spread this thing. I, I'm vaccinated. I'd live through it, but I don't want to spread it either. Like, it's just, it's a bad look. So uh, I, I fully support people that feel safe doing it. I, I know the, the Atlanta event, I'm pretty sure everybody has to be vaccinated yeah, or uh, mask and they're gonna enforce that. Like that's, that's cool. And if people feel comfortable doing that, I mean, uh, 70% of adults in America have had at least one shot. Like oh, we're, it's 70, we're now. it's 70 now. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're kind of killing it. Like we're, we're doing really well here in terms of vaccination better than I thought we would be. And I was being pretty optimistic about it. Um, so that's pretty cool, but yeah, I think in due time, in due time that it, it'll, it'll, it'll be safe. And I think in that due time will probably be the fall or winter is when I would feel okay about going to events. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm ready yet. <laughs> I think I'm, I mean, even doing the CPT in the studio, I already feel kind of a little concerned, you know. Uh, I feel less concerned now because I just got my second vaccination uh, this past weekend, uh, but I still don't think, I'm still, <sighs> Like, I'm scared of another spike. And I'm also scared because there are mutations and new strains popping up and stuff like that, you know? And, and you know, one of the n- nicest, weird, I mean, wow, can you imagine side effects of the, the lockdown and people wearing masks and everything like that is people aren't getting the cold. They're just not even getting colds and flus. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, was at like zero influenza yeah. only killed like a thousand people this past right. year. It's <laughs> killed thirty thousand the previous year. Right, and like, hey, who'd have thunk that if we actually took care of ourselves and cared about other people and wore masks when we were sick, that this could happen? You know, whoa, right. crazy. And um, I just, I'm so scared that. The, the 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 pride the overconfidence you know pride comes before a fall and i'm just that's what i'm really terrified of i would hate to find out that an fgc event was a was a super spreader you know what i mean kind of a thing you know of this new strain that we didn't know about you know kind of thing like i'm i just i i can't i can't do it yet I mean, maybe CEO by December, but that's, there's just no actual, like, I can't, it's not based on time. Let's just put it that way. It's based on the yeah, state of the world. Right. right, exactly. Well, um, I'm feeling, I guess, more positive about it. Um, cases in the U.S. on Sunday, new cases, 16,000, which is still not good, but it was... <laughs> you know 10 times that for a while a point, yeah i'll say there was a point where we had like two hundred fifty thousand new cases a day right Something like that, that yeah i, no, I feel like I, my I brain is blocked it out yeah right. i feel like it was but i could be way off it no yeah you're not way off for sure because i can definitely recall that it was in the hundreds but yeah. if it was in the twos wouldn't surprise me at all um in any case like it, it is it is definitely improving um i listened to an interview with dr fauci and I see people in the chat talking about the case of some baseball players in New York who got sick, even though they're all vaccinated and that um, they tested positive is, is the way I should phrase yeah. it for COVID. And they're not they they're not presenting symptoms, and they're not they're unlikely to transmit it, and you're unlikely to get it in the first place. If you get it, you're very unlikely to have any significant problems, and you're very unlikely to transmit it. Those are possible things still, right? Like a vaccine is not gonna be 100%, but um, very, very unlikely in all cases. So, you know, honestly, like I'm feeling pretty good about uh, going places with with the caveat that like, I'm still gonna be masking. Um, my wife and I are going on a trip soon to the other side of the country for family reasons, um, which obviously we put off until now and we're going to be masking on the plane, of course. We're going to be masked in the airport. We're going to be masked when we're walking, or when we're, whenever we're doing anything while we are visiting family. Like we're still doing that. Um, but with that and also the vaccination combined, honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. And I and I think that I would go to events. Um, I think it's totally reasonable to not feel like you're ready for that. You know, this year and a half long thing is. Um, that's a long time to become accustomed to something, right? Like it was such a <laughs> radical change and getting accustomed to that took a while. And then now, of course, it's gonna take a while to feel comfortable going back to some sense of normalcy. That makes complete sense to me. I think that they, at some point may not be directly related to like the science of it and, and how safe you can be if you're, if you're fully vaccinated and still continuing to take it seriously. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that anybody should not do those things if they are feeling unsafe. Um, I, yeah, I'm honestly feeling pretty good. Like I, like I said, I did hang out with some friends we played. Like we were, we're vaccinated. Um, we're going to be visiting family. We're still going to be masking. Like I, 
I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. So I think that I would, I would go to these things. Like I would go to certainly by November, December, I, I would hope that I would feel good for that. But even if it were happening earlier, if it were happening in like, June, maybe I would go. Yeah. I was going to say about how early, like if there is an event tomorrow, would you go, yeah, you know, maybe. like, maybe. I don't think yeah. I could. I yeah. think it'd be too early for me. I, I think so. I mean, I just, like I said, I'm totally cool. I completely understand if people aren't ready for that yet. But um, but I feel like I am. Uh, I mean, so. my problem is honestly, like, for me, I don't know if I'd have a choice. <laughs> if they hired me <laughs> to go, sure. I would probably go. <laughs> if it was sure. if it was just me going to play, then I probably wouldn't. You know, Dave, I mean? if someone hired you for an event and you turned it down, you and I would be fighting. <laughs> I would not let you turn that down. You, yeah. you are going, my friend. You're vaccinated. Yeah. No, trust me. I, I'm vaccinated and, you know, uh, trust me, it's this past weekend was not a good weekend financially. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I, I'm saying, if you get work, <laughs> take work. Uh, uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, really yeah sure. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens soon. As, as far as like the, the masking thing, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm prepared to accept what the CDC says that they think is scientifically advisable. Um, I think that if you're, especially if you're somebody who has kids and kids who can't get vaccinated yet, or if you're with people who otherwise like are immunocompromised, I think it's still important to have masks on. And, and kids even, although they're unlikely to get terribly sick anyway from it, just the, the having the model of like how to act like, I don't have kids, but I can certainly imagine a situation where, like, I'm not masked. My kids got to wear a mask because they haven't had the vaccination yet. And they're wondering why they have to wear the mask. And, like, I'm the adult. Like, I well, I, I can't just be like, oh, well, because you're not old enough. Like, that's not going to be acceptable. Yeah. So in, in other cases, I can totally imagine why it's still important to wear a mask. For my situation specifically, without kids, neither of us is immunocompromised. Um, yeah, I think I would I think I would do the things. I think, uh, I mean, you mentioned like what, what the CDC said and a lot of people I've seen on Twitter and, and social media and such said, you know, the CDC told you to mask up and that was what's safe to do. You listen to them. Why don't you listen to them now with them saying you can unmask? Yeah. And my, my personal thing about that is, yeah, there, there's, it's different now because there are immunocompromised people that right. I don't want to compromise and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I feel like a lot of, in particular, anti-maskers are trying to now all of a sudden use the CDC on their side. Right. Um, and, and, and say, well, they said you can take it off, so take it off. <laughs> they said you should wear it. We don't have to listen to them. They say you yeah, don't have to now, wear it. You should listen to the CDC. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. There's very disingenuous stuff going on for so sure. Then, I, I hate masks too. I can't wait to not have to wear one in public. That's part of why I'm trying to wait before I go to events because I really don't want to wear one. Like I, I do feel like I'm being constricted to breathe when I have one on, but I do it anyways because it's the right thing to do and I'm not an asshole. You know, like <laughs> right. and all these anti-maskers. Like I believe that some of them feel that because I don't like having something covering my face either. I but mean, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> it's weird for me. Like I just I get desensitized to things so fast. Like when I first got contacts, like what twenty years ago, I had hard contacts, and everyone's like, "Man, hard contacts take forever to get used to." After a day, I didn't even remember I had them on, 
And so, like, a lot of the times I'll be wearing a mask and, you know, I'll put it on because me and my roommate will go out to grab food or whatever. And then I just have it on and I bring it back into the house instead of leaving it in his car like I usually do because I just forget I have it on. <laughs> I literally just, like, it's weird. I have this weird ability to desensitize to things really fast and I'm not sure why, but... It's nice, I'll tell you that. It's bad sometimes, but it is not. I mean, like, for example, the first night I had to sleep with a CPAP mask on, too. Everyone's like, it takes forever to get used to it. Eh, it took me, like, a day or two, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know. It's kind of a nice thing to have. <laughs> I, I think if this uh, pandemic had happened in years earlier, when I was not in quite a quite as good a situation mental health wise i think i probably wouldn't have dealt with it as well but I, you know i am in a better position mental health wise and in other ways too um and i have felt sort of luckily adaptable to it and and if the and if it's okay to go out again i feel like i can adapt to that pretty quickly as well sure. but again for people who feel like it should take longer i completely i completely get it um, I'm, I would still wear a mask. Like I, if, if there was, if CEO does happen or whatever the tournament is and we go there, I'll, yeah, I'll wear a mask a lot of the time. Like not when I'm, we're eating now, you know, I mean, not in other situations, right. but I don't want to get sick at a major anyway. Like that happened. I, mean, you I got sick say, at majors. Don't yeah, you not want to do that again? Like dude, if you, even if it's not COVID, like people I mean, got sick all the time. Dude, we have nicknames for illnesses at tournaments right. for a reason there's the scrs and the uh, ebola yeah. virus and ebola. like dude we have uh nicknames for them because it happens all the time if we just came into those events and we were all wearing masks even without a lockdown or a pandemic that just wouldn't happen <laughs> you know yeah. well i think i'll do that i think i'll do that uh in in the future and mm -hmm. I, I hope people will be cool with that i hope other people will do the I same don't if think they're yeah. But uh, I will say that I am, like, personally, since we're on the topic still and we're already running over a bit, I am actually going to eat in a restaurant for the first time since January 2020, this Saturday. Oh, High five! Nice. That's what I'm yeah. talking about! So, that'll be cool. D-Spot, baby! Yeah. Wings. I mean, I'll... We, I'll... we did that a couple weeks ago, and it was... We were giggling like schoolgirls the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it felt so wrong to not have Breaking a mask. The rules. I mean, exactly, I, yeah. I definitely... I, I won't lie. I've definitely eaten, like, once or twice outdoor... Like, outdoor seating, not indoors. But I've definitely done it, like, once or twice during... Uh, you know, when a lot of the restaurants are opened up and sometimes I just wanted to like, there's like a couple of places around here that like, you know, we used to go to a lot that I just wanted to support and things like that. But, you know, for example, I, I still need to talk to P. Gorath, Gabe. I need to find out what the heck is going up with Button Mash because me and Olaf had said like, now that we're vaccinated, if they're open again, like we need to go back to that and, and support him and try to help sure. him out, you know, so. All right. Well, we're running right. time. You sure did on both of those things. Wow. Uh, okay, let's take a break and bring on Flux. All right. Be right back, guys. BRB. -B. 
Oh, shoot, I have to come back straight to the interview because that's how that works now. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Ultra Chen TV Tuesday show. Uh, we have our guest today, special guest today. You can see right below me is Mr. Flux. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. It looks like Flux. he's Mr. Javits on my screen. Oh, my goodness, you're right. I'm, I'm Javits. Oh, tell, us, tell us about your Street Fighter Five tech, Javits. Ooh, man, oh, it's no. been a long time, but I, you know, I'll DM you real quick when I get the latest. Thanks, I, man. I, yeah, I got you. Oh, no. Javits actually a, a, a good friend of mine, so I am. Ah, I'm, I'm, there I'm we happy, go. Okay, I'm happy to be him for the moment. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so when, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you know, in particular, to talk about Strive, which we'll do a bunch of, but sure. um, I think it'd be cool to hear you talk about how you got into the FGC, how did you get into the games that you got into, and when did all that happen? Cool, so, um, I mean, I, when I was a, when I was like a real young kid, I, I was, I play fighting games, but not, you know, anything remotely close to, you know, something that isn't mashing. Like what um, age, what year was whew, that? Uh, probably like 98. I, I had oh. to have been maybe, I had to been maybe nine years old. <laughs> wow. Super, Are super you young. Say again? You, were you born in the 80s? Yes. I had that, no idea, I slipped, dude. I slipped in at the very, at the tail end. <laughs> oh, wow. 89. Fuck and I are about the same age. Yeah. 89, okay, yeah. Okay, all right, sick. I didn't realize. Part of the so best generation. The first, I think, I think the first game I, I ever played uh, was actually Marvel Super Heroes. Ooh. I played Marvel Super Heroes at an arcade in New Jersey while I was on vacation. Uh, I, I can even remember I played Blackheart. Like, Blackheart was my boy. Dude, I like you've, Chuck and Demon. You've been a Marvel player since the beginning, huh? <laughs> technically, That's technically. Awesome. I think so and I didn't really get into the FGC though until about uh about 2004, 2005, so like right in the the middle of the dark ages. Okay. Um and I played mostly I played CVS2, I played Third Strike, uh, I played like Project Justice, uh, I played a little Tekken. Um but mostly CVS2 and Third Strike. Uh, and I would play at like random arcades, you know, like like bodegas. We had like we actually had console arcades where I lived. Um, so they had the, all the consoles set up. You'd pay per, per hour. Mm. Uh, you know, people would play. So it was kind of it was kind of cool. We had that plus arcade machines. Uh, and then I started playing, you know, better and better people, and they just started beating me up. And you know, I tried to like, okay, like I gotta I gotta figure out like I don't like losing, so I'm not <laughs> trying to do that forever. So we, let's let's get better, and we we work on it. Uh, and then I think the the big turning point is I went to I went to CF uh, mm -hmm. when I was in in of high course. school. Of course. Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of my buddies brought me. Yep, Chinatown Fair. They're like, this is the place for fighting games. You come here, you will get better. Uh, and so I went there and I got the crap kicked out of me every day for years. <laughs> well, not every day, but a couple days a week. God, how many um, how many guests have we had on this show that have said that their origin story? basically came from Chinatown Fair, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like bringing Marvel players on the show and a lot of those guys played in Chinatown Oh, that's true. <laughs> true, it's true. Abbott's last week we had on the show. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I went, I, went, uh, I went to college, right? So I went to college in upstate New York. Um, and this was right about the time, you know, that Street Fighter Four was coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I had definitely taken a little bit of a break for two years of college while I was, you know, getting adjusted to the new, you know, the new life, living on your own. Um, and then Street Fighter Four came out. And I'm like, oh no, this is the one. Like it blew up. Everyone was going crazy on it. Um, my favorite character in CVS2 was Sagat. So I was, you know, I was loving life. It got super cheap, super super cheap. 
right? Uh, I went to the GameStop tournament when it first came out. I won I won my regional GameStop tournament, uh, and I had to I had to go. I had to go back home for vacation, right? So when I come back home for vacation, I end up going to the the New York like big regional tournament um, mm-hmm. that Justin Wong ended up winning uh, and eventually qualifying for nationals at. Uh, and I played like I played a few people there. I made it like maybe three or four rounds in, and then it got washed. Um, but I met you know I met people, um, started getting a little more into the scene there. Uh, kept playing four uh, through super into like probably AE. Uh, I stopped playing AE pretty like pretty much by the time AE came out. Um, I was a jury player when Super came out, and mm. then in AE she was pretty painful. <laughs> uh, so I switched. So I switched to Yun, like any you know self-respecting person. Of would. course. Uh, <laughs> and I mean the uh, biggest I problem went... with Yun though is he had trouble getting in, right? I mean that's just. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just just like just like Giovanna, but we'll get there. Right. <laughs> um, so. So I went to I, I went to ECT three I think was the first ECT I went to it was the first tournament first major I went to of any like like scale um, and I got the crap kicked out of me uh, I think that that was it was the one before Marvel three came out mm-hmm. um, but I was I was looking forward to Marvel three like pretty heavily mm-hmm. uh, you know got into Marvel three and I'm like oh wow this is a whole new thing um, and I think the the moment that that clicked for me was when I was sitting in the lab. And I was playing Wesker, and I hadn't done anything for three hours except move around the screen. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, like, that's I didn't, such a great I just feeling. didn't want to do anything because I was just like, oh my god, I can like, do I can pick up the pace, I can go so fast, like, 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 oh man, this is this is so sick. And then I went like, I went to casuals the next week, and I'm just I'm destroying everybody, right? Uh, and I'm just like, whoa, like I, I learned how to play this game, like this is sick. And then you know, got caught with the bug, like oh, like we keep pushing the game forward, and the game started moving forward, and you have to keep up with it. Went back to New York, started playing the New York players. Um, got the crap kicked out of me again <laughs> because that's how it always seems to be, right? Uh, and then the 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 real turning point to when I thought it was something that I wanted to do beyond just like you know just casually playing and you know getting like getting at a reasonable level when I wanted to start being really competitive uh, is I was invited to go to to go to Bums uh, for a casual session, Ooh. and the way that everyone was thinking about the game and talking about the game. Um, the it was entirely outside of any experience I had had at, right. at that point. Like people are are were so worried about like like risk reward, like like proper play, making good decisions, and I'm just like, oh, like yeah, the, these guys get it. This is this is it. This is how <laughs> how we need to play, right? Yeah. Uh, and then just just went off from there, you know. Like had had all those years of playing Marvel three, um, competing around the country, uh, even foreign. Like I had I had a great time doing it too. Uh, yeah, and then over time, I branched out in other games. Uh, you know, I, I learned how to play Undernight. Learned how to play Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue was a game I had always had like a lot of interest in, um, just because of the character designs. I thought the character designs were super cool. Uh, I'm like a I'm like an anime nerd, so like did those like they're super super anime, <laughs> super over the top. So that was definitely my lane. Um, I started competing in that, getting good at that game. You know all of a sudden now i was like oh like i'm i'm going to tournaments and i'm playing like three or four games at a time like this is like, this lot. is really this is this is a lot this is fun man and like, doing well and, right and, so <laughs> doing doing you moderately okay <laughs> i mean made top eights in, in in the other games um but you know that like that, that to me that the competition is is what uh what drives the games for me i think more than anything else 
Um, I, I just I'm I'm really competitive as a person. I love to compete, um, and I love to I love to get better at at almost anything yeah. I do. And and you know yeah. one thing I just want to slide in here really quick is. Uh, you know, if you are a fighting game player and the first time, and this is why we tell people to go to majors or go to your locals, but the first time you have that deep conversation with like five other people about strategy and they're, or, and they're joking and they're, but then they're just spitting facts and just like the most amazing tech and you're just sitting there like, you look like the guy in that meme where you're just like, oh, you know, like, I mean, seriously, it's one you're, of the you're, best you're feelings. Doing- you're doing the real life Pikachu face meme. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it is and another. You, can't, you cannot believe that that people are thinking about you know this video game in such a nuanced way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when you when you talk about how in when Marvel came out that was sort of a big a big thing for you. What in, what in particular was it about the Marvel series and sort of what do you look for in other games that you end up playing? What draws you to them? Sure. So. Marvel, what, what, what did it for me in Marvel was that um, it felt like you as a player, like your player attributes were a really big part of how you developed in the game. Mm-hmm. And it, it because the character um, diversity is so wide and characters are really strong and they have really strong and, and divergent game plans, you can choose how you want to play the game. And you can choose how you want to develop as a player, what you want to work on, what you want to you know, become strong at. Um, and all of the stuff that you're doing, the, the nice thing about Marvel and the thing that everyone um, almost across the board, especially Marvel 3, um, is that everyone had their own stuff. Like everyone had their own team, their own like unique <laughs> things. Even if they played the same team as other people, they played it differently. Mm-hmm. They had their own you know, pet mix-ups, pet combos. They just move differently. You could tell who was playing the game yeah. without needing to have a name over, over the, yeah. you know, the title of the screen. Um, and that's, to me, that's so, that's so, so cool. And I, I always look for that in games. <laughs> I always look for players being able to put their own unique spin on, uh, on a character, on, on characters that they're playing. Just gonna be able to two, show off their, their own player abilities. Just going to say two oh, moves. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm legitimately on the verge of tears. Like, I, <laughs> dude, I'm I just, love Marvel so yeah. much, and hearing anyone yeah. else love it the way I do is just, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I love Marvel. Anyways, that's continue that's on. Good stuff. No, that's that good oh, stuff, man. That's the truth. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's it. So I'm always looking for something like that when I'm when I'm picking up a new game. Okay. Okay. Um, well, any other questions from the rest of you all about like pre-strive stuff before we hop into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, sure. Coach Steve is one of my really close friends. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Can you there tell us what happened? What? What? The beef? <laughs> the old school beef of Flux and Coach Steve. Tell us the story. Well, you see, so so here here's what it is. We had we had run into each other in tournament a bunch, um, and like. It, it was funny because whenever it was like a like smaller locals, I would win, right? Like I would I would beat him. We really I really didn't think too much about it. But then uh, like a couple majors, he was just like he shut me down. I'm just like, oh <laughs> dude, like like dude, I'm losing to this bum. He plays Nova. Like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, man. Like he's, he thinks he's good with mashing on invincible supers constantly. <laughs> like Christ. Dude, so I, I will yeah, also. I just, I just had. I we had to get. I had to get that off my chest a little bit. You know, we played. The big thing was we played a first 100, 
at the house and like yep. it was I don't know if you got I'm sure you guys have played sets like this mm -hmm. where we're playing the set and like you can feel the killing intent yeah. from the other <laughs> person like, like nobody like we were playing for like six hours and no one's saying right. a damn thing <laughs> anything like just dead silence like or or occasional like scoffing laugh right like, yeah yeah like, wow you really did that dude like what the hell <laughs> right so it, it was it was it was all driven on that and then you know we started off on twitter and away we go because that's how it goes on twitter it's gonna take him way way out of hand yep because everybody exit on too right? oh yeah yeah you know, and and things things back then especially where that was the wild wild west people oh, people yeah. just wanted to see blood people want to see blood that's all Man, so, yeah. I, I had to I had to kind of hold back on Twitter with all this Street Fighter Five beef going on because I'm like, this is baby shit. Like, <laughs> you guys would not have lived through Marvel Three or Marvel Two. Stop it. Well, but, so the, yeah. the 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 thing is, is I think uh, I think with Marvel also is that because of what I what I explained before, because the the play is so much about you putting yourself into the character sure. and you know playing the way you want to play and developing your own stuff. When when someone beats you, they really beat you. Like yeah. it isn't like they outplayed you in the match. Mm -hmm. Like they beat you in a matchup or something. It's like no, I beat you. Yeah, I know you that. better, and I beat you. I am better than you. <laughs> so it's like it, it's very much. Ooh, yeah, it gets it gets the blood flowing. Like really, I mean, really. I'll tell you I'm this. I just want to say one thing. I, I can't remember if it was Olaf, my roommate, but I definitely remember talking to somebody else who hated. Nova's air throw so much because you bounce for like 10 years or some, you know, you have like 10. So I think a lot of people felt that moment. <laughs> you, I mean, everybody, people are talking about it in the chat already. So yeah, I think we all felt that moment. I already know as long as I live, I'm not getting away from that, Jeff. So <laughs> like at this point it's now, it's just funny. It's too good. It's too yeah, good. It's so good. Like, yeah, you know, I have to. You look back on it, you laugh. It's, it's like, right. damn, I was, I was, I was furious in the moment, though. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Oof, yeah. I was heated. <laughs> All right, well, we talked enough about Marvel. Some Guilty Gear. <laughs> guilty Gear, Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear. Oh man, I like this game a lot. Yeah, same. I like, I like this game a lot. Um, it, it has. So I think the best way I can describe it for, for me at least, is that. It is a Guilty Gear, but it's a Guilty Gear game that they are deliberately making like a modern fighting game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the situation, the situation, one of the things I, I classify like the, the classic fighting games versus modern fighting games a lot of times, in my mind at least, um, is the situation of pressuring for minus frames and that like, that blind situation is forced on you. It feels like a lot more in modern fighting games, like the Street Fighter Five minus two situation, right? Mm -hmm. Or MKX or uh, MK following a down poke, right? Like mm -hmm. what? Like what happens in those situations is kind of blind, and you are encouraged to choose. And your choice may be kind of blind, and it will you will deal with some of the options, but you can't cover all of them. So you have to make that choice, and the the player versus player is like heavily heavily enforced. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't think it's a coincidence, by the way, that um, that a player like Sonic Fox, who's very, very, very good <laughs> at that situation, is good in a lot of modern fighting games. Mm -hmm. um, so that that in Guilty Gear in Strive is is like, especially for my character, very, very important. Right. Um, a lot of it is about turns and you know how am I going to prolong my turn? Am I willing to take extra turns? Whereas in past Guilty Gear games, it was more like, well, I have knocked you down. 
it is my turn. There is no interaction <laughs> from you. I am mixing you up. Right. Right. Like it is my turn. I will propagate my BS on you right now. Right. So you have, you have like, I mean, that still exists in, in strive, but it's restricted to a, a much narrower character character set. Mm -hmm. It's like you have, Eno can do it off of, off of sweeps. Milia can do it. Zato can do it. That's about it. Everyone else has to make decisions. Right. Like no one else is really just knocking you down and running it hard. Right. So I, I think, I think like that. I, I enjoy a lot right now. Um, and especially like for me, anime, anime fighting games, um, for me, it's, it's very much a thing where I need, uh, in an air dasher, I need a character that I can, that I can connect with and that, uh, the play style and the graphic style and the art style, everything works for me. So like, yes. I, I had it in, in blaze blue. I had new 13. I love that character. She is, uh, <laughs> it, this, this may surprise you. She is my favorite character in any fighting game, much more than any, any like the zero or Virgil or anything. Um, that is, me all, She's that saying. is my one. That is my She's one. Cool. Right. But it, 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 I need, I never had that in Guilty Gear, not really. Um, I always was like searching, especially in Exert. I was like, I, I don't really know who I want to play. Like, I don't have something. But now I feel like I, I have something. And so I'm exploring the game a lot deeper and I'm understanding a lot. I, I was also lucky this beta, um, my character was left mostly intact. So I got to spend a lot more time looking at system mm -hmm. and, and thinking and, about and, the way that I don't know who your character is, but you haven't mentioned it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure, yeah. <laughs> Giovanna, Giovanna, Giovanna. Giovanna. Okay. I played Giovanna, yes. Now, it's interesting um, because I remember in the first beta, I didn't think she was very strong. Do you feel like she got better? But you said she didn't change that much, huh? Uh, that character, so I've, I've, been, I've been doing my best. Um, <laughs> I really, really don't want her to get nerfed. <laughs> Uh, so in other words, moment, so in other words, Flex, she sucks, right? She's terrible right now, right? Yeah, she's. No, she's I, I, I will not. Bad. I will not. I will not go on here and spell a bunch of lies to you, though, um, because I'm not that person. So <laughs> I think I thought in the previous beta, um, I thought she was good. I thought she had some clear weaknesses. Mm -hmm. um, in in this beta, uh, they did a they did a couple of changes. So they they slowed down her spiral arrow. But they made it more plus. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, got, it, it is one frame more plus. Uh, so it's plus two now. And in the universal changes to anti airs, uh, her her DP flip kick was actually also buffed. It uh, it is low profile earlier, so you can you can anti air mm -hmm. more reliably. Um, those two changes, it, like that, in my mind, she's like tied with Eno for third. I think. Dang. I think okay. she. I think she's extremely strong. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I was because this earlier. Yeah. Go, no. Go on. Go on. So. So her. Her anti-air. Most characters in this game, uh, their anti-air returns are pretty low. Like you, if you six piece somebody, you're gonna yeah. get like you get like one special maybe. Right. You get knocked down. You mm -hmm. do something. If you anti-air someone with six two three s with her DP, mm -hmm. you are taking like forty percent into a hard knockdown. Mm -hmm. Like. It is it is serious. In the corner she breaks the wall off of it. You take fifty. Like she does she does not play around on jumps. And it recovers incredibly fast to the point where if you air block it and you don't just defend, she's plus. Is it is it so, one of the ones that pushes you back really far? Because I noticed they added a lot. Like yeah. when you air block yeah. six P's, you bounce really far it, now. Right. It pushes you. It pushes you back, but not as far back as as like a like an actual DP. Okay. Okay. So she actually is plus enough to dash on you, and okay. she still gets pressure. 
Um, yeah, she. I, I think I think she's very very strong. Um, and I think her strength, like I was saying, it's, again, it's a lot from being strong at, at a modern fighting game. She is good at pressing buttons when she's minus. Like she is good at ta at, at risking that turn on you. Mm -hmm. All of her, like a lot of her specials are minus. Um, mm. But it feels like you can't push a button <laughs> because she has that situation. Her her main special that she uses in force moves is her is her roundhouse kick, mm -hmm. and it is minus three or three or four, either one. I'm not sure. Um, and you can't push a button because you're too far spaced. Right. Right. If you it's hit a, a jab, trap. yeah, it's a spacing trap. And she's very very good at enforcing this. So it becomes like, okay, well, I don't want to hit this button against two and four S. Okay, now she takes another turn. So, well, I can't allow that. So I have to use a bigger button to make her block. Well, now she enforces it. So, right. like, round and round, round we go. Mm -hmm, right. right. And she's very, very good at doing this. Then you, when, you, oh, when you set that expectation on people um, to respect that frame trap with two and four, you get to start just spiral hourring in their face. And now you're plus two in their face. <laughs> Dude, honestly, James, I'm surprised you don't play this character. Uh, like I said, I tried a little bit the first time. I couldn't get used to her at first, and I was just having too much fun with Potemkin, uh, gorilling my way around everywhere. So, <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, for James, this is perfect. You don't even need to hit confirm the spiral hour. You just do it on block. Yeah, I mean, honestly, a, a pressure character like that sounds <laughs> I don't like know something. If compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, having a character with high pressure like that is definitely appealing. So I might look into yeah. it again. So. I, yeah, mean, I was saying I get... earlier when, when, we were, when we were talking about Strive uh, in general that I played against a player from Japan, or at least who had Japanese name, and they were doing exactly the stuff that you're talking about right now, mm -hmm. like yep. setting up that spacing trap and me like, can I press it? But we played a bunch of games together, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, we kind of like explored it a little bit, and that was really strong. Whenever I got hit as Potemkin, I felt like I was taking 30 to 40% every time, <laughs> and yep. uh, it was just like the speed. Uh, I couldn't whiff anything. She's coming in there with whatever the move is, Spiral Arrow, I guess, uh, on whiff punish for, for them because his buttons are so big. Yeah. Uh, it was actually really hard. I mean, the player it's, was super good, better than me, but like it was also just really, seemed really strong for a character option too. Yeah. For, for a character of, of her like type, of, like an infighter type of character, to be you know fast, able to set up that type of trap, able to whiff punish you reliably, and do a lot of damage is like pretty uncommon. So I, I think I think the character is definitely one of the strongest characters uh, in yeah, the beta. The the kickity kick normal. I don't know what it is for her. You know, I was talking about is it slash? Is yeah okay yeah. Slash, yeah. Um, that was really important for whiff punishing for that guy. <laughs> like he was doing it constantly. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll definitely look into Giovanna some more. But I mean, again. I'm, it's probably just because I love Guilty Gear so much, but like I want to play everybody in this game. It's crazy, like how much I want to just like play every character. Like I was having fun with Anji. I still want to play Nagoro Yuki. Nagoro Yuki changed a lot, by the way. He's so yep. interesting now. Um, I'm not sure if I like him, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, but like I said, there's just like every character I want to play in this game. I don't know. It's just it's just the game is so. Like I said, there's just something about the way Guilty Gear plays, the way it feels, and we talked a little bit about this last week, and what you said about Marvel, how it just feels like everybody can really express themselves is how I feel about this game, you know? Yeah, so I think I think what um, one of the things in the game that is going to change a little bit over time is people's RC usage. Yeah. Yeah, so, sure. Sure. yeah. So most people right now are mostly leaning on RC 
for uh for you know like like oh special rc like he's using for hit confirm or right. use it like sometimes for mix-ups um but fast rc is is going to be the way like mm -hmm. i i didn't figure this out until until like very late in the beta um but javon javon has a hop kick right so you can do the hop kick and you fast rc and it's a it's a 50 50. Yep. like it's total totally unstable mix-up mm -hmm. like and i'm just like whoa like this is crazy yep. okay and then something else so i i had the opportunity um to actually play offline which is something i know yeah. a lot of people have not mm -hmm. um actually i would say probably I, I would guess I've probably played the game more than most people offline, because mm -hmm. uh, I played it. I played it at Arc Revo. I played it at Frosty Faustings, and I played two sessions, one in each beta. Wow! So offline, I played. I played with Li Joe, uh, mm. Marvisto, and Moons. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the games were changing a lot the longer we played. Like we were probably like six hours, seven hours into the session. And the games were entirely you could, they were unrecognizable versus mm -hmm. where we were at the beginning, mm -hmm. because we were using we were using RC in an entirely different light. Yeah, like pe people started using like I would start using RC to force whiffs on people. Like I would I would I would step into their range and then like like blue RC backwards, and it so it slows them down. Mm -hmm. And if they hit a button, I can whiff punish them. Yeah. So yeah. like there there are there there's a lot of room for experimentation there, and a lot of room for uh, for creative use of meter. And I think that's one of the things, mm -hmm. one of the criticisms I hear a lot about the game is that it, it is not very, uh, it does not appear to be very deep. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that's, I think that's kind of unjustified. Like we, we've only been playing the game right. for maybe six yeah. days. It's, it's day minus 30 yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's it's very, three more weeks. Yeah. It's very, it's very unreasonable to, to make that type of statement. But, um, Honestly, like we, we as a community, one of the things I think we can do better at is uh, is being less quick to judge yes. on games. Thank you. Like we are <laughs> we are very very good now because of the internet. We're very good at figuring games out. We we've gotten so good at it. Mm -hmm. Like we we will figure a game out probably like within a month or two, where something would before would take years, mm -hmm. right? Um, and when we make these judgments on games that are not even finished, like right. this game is is not out. And we are we people are making these crazy judgment calls. It is it is too early. You have to give the game time to breathe. You have to give it time to breathe. Yeah, and, and I mean realistically, it's probably not going to be finished for three years. Arxis is going to invest in this game. They're going to keep adding stuff and if, mechanics and characters and blah blah blah. If look, you look, if you look at where Dragon Ball was, yeah, I was just one, about to mention fact, DBFC. Yeah, yeah. one hundred percent. And then you look at even a year later, entirely different game. Mm -hmm. And then a year okay. after that, entirely different game. Like it, these things will evolve. <laughs> I mean, and, and you need to give it time to make it there. Now, like, whether you want to go on that journey with the game the whole time, that's up to you, right? right. But it is not fair to make a state, like make absolute statements on the game mm -hmm. for anything, you know, before we've had any time to explore it. I, I like I feel like that uh, I said this earlier before we when we were talking about earlier I feel like RC drift is good at I felt like we were using maybe 10% of what RC drift can do and part of me almost wants to make it so that RC drift costs less meters so we can spam it more but then part of me is like that would probably be a little too crazy <laughs> so, I, I we actually I talked with this about jo, uh, with Joe about this we were like like, dude, we like it would be so sick if we had like three bars. Mm -hmm. Like, if one yeah, bar okay. was an RC, like that would be that would be dope. But then on the other hand, like, well, I'm like, uh, yeah, you're you're yes, but at the same time, like <laughs> that means every single time I get a close slash, more than likely I'm gonna fifty fifty. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
like that, that also is crazy. So, like, there needs there's there's a balance there. I right. Think. I think especially exactly. in, in Strive, the how you use your meter is really really important, mm -hmm. and yeah. it needs to be really like I think it's okay for it to cost fifty because of how good all the options yes. are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what I meant. You know, you just, it would be cool, but at the same time, it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've had that thought too, that, you know, three bars would be fun. But yeah. would it though? <laughs> would, yeah. it, would it really though? Like, you know, yeah. it, it, and again, it, it, would, it, would, it would start veering into like, Kusoge. Like and, and you know, is, I want uh, I want to really ask you since since you said you guys were playing like six hours and it kind of changed. You know, one of the things that I said that it felt like you know some people in the chat are talking about oh they removed combos and etc. But it really feels like they're they're just trying to push the game away from combos. It's more about short sequences and individual hits and just like repeated mix ups now, right? Uh, unless your name is Soul Bad Guy, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> But I, I mean, mean, the character is a problem. Yeah, the he's a big problem. pretty damn good. I mean, May doesn't have long combos per se, but she hits like a truck. Right. So. I mean, you're, you're you're doing four or five different hits or something, and the the geo that I played online was definitely hitting me with whatever long stuff. It was a blur to me. I don't know any of your options, <laughs> but uh, it felt it felt long at times. Right. Of say. course. I mean, I, I I would say certainly sometimes it's not about the length of the combo, sometimes it's about the damage, right? Right. Yeah, um, sure. I, I I certainly had rounds in the beta where like my match flow was this: oh, I hit you with something, I carried you to the corner, you are in the corner, I I crank your guard bar, I stole one turn on you, okay? You so you blocked for seven seconds, now your risk is maxed. I hit you, you died. Mm -hmm. That probably it's is like, what happened. Yeah, I bet my risk was high. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Yep. And and so like it's like whoa like that was two touches game over like that it the game is going to get there it's going to get very very <laughs> explosive very I mean, very explosive. it already is like even like this low level play that we had the yeah. pacing of the game is already so fast like it's i, very, I can definitely game. see this being a three out of five yeah uh, oh i don't want to go there i don't want to go there i'm not opening that can of worms but i, I think it's <laughs> I was going I to put you on the hot seat about that one, but I guess not. All, okay. all, I, all I have to say, all I have to say is this. Uh, in the session, when we were playing in rotation, we were playing three out of five sets. Mm. We were okay. not playing two out of three. Okay, okay. Let's maybe just to enjoy yourselves longer without needing to. <laughs> well, maybe also not to have two-minute sets. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fast, man. It's fast. <laughs> uh, you talk a little bit about souls. Anybody else stand out to you in the game? Uh, right now, so I, I think most of the characters are uh, fine. I think most of them are like game ships now. I think they're they're good. Uh, I okay. think I think Soul and Ram are clearly top tier. Uh, okay. Yeah, they are clearly the strongest characters in the beta. Mm -hmm. I actually think Soul is. Uh, and this may be unjustified because Ram is a development technical character. Like she will develop over time mm -hmm. more, and Soul is pretty simple at the moment. I think Soul is the best character in the game. I think he's on his own tier. Okay. Um, I, I there he has so much privilege. Like it, it is it is truly crazy for him to have uh, a, a reversal DP, right? Uh, a three frame button. As far as I know, the only three frame button. He's a three frame button. How, how did you get uh, frame data? Uh, the, the old fashioned way. Wow. Pause, okay, nice pause, work. pause the game a lot. Pause the nice game. Nice work. Lot. Well, but, <laughs> that, that I didn't do. I didn't do soul. I didn't do soul. Okay. But someone took soul, soul frame data, and so his his uh, his his five uh, k was in Xrd. It was four frames. Right. Uh, it was nerfed from what it was in plus R. 
Uh, it is now three frames again. Well, so it was three frames its whole entire life. They nerfed it. Yes. I thought it was five in Exert. I thought they nerfed it to five. It, it might have been five. It might have been yeah. five, yeah. And I, I remember because everybody, all the Soul players cried about that, I remember, because they're like, it's never been... And well, I guess they gave it back to him, huh? So it, it is 5K and convertible. So, right. you know, that's a big deal. Oh, no, wonder uh, he could pun his... no wonder he could punish Mega Fist because he's yes. got the three frame buttons. Okay, never mind. His his sweep his sweep is safe. Two D is safe. <laughs> to my knowledge, two D has never been safe, yeah, which is crazy. His DP is insane. Uh, it is the only DP at least that I wasn't able to safe jump. Mm. Uh, and he also like he has wild throw. Yeah, uh, wild throw is actually very important in this game for for unusual reason. Uh, wild throw because of the the button priority because throws beat uh, throws beat normals. You, you, DPing out of pressure is sometimes risky because you get thrown, right? It is not effective even when it should be. You can actually reverse a wild throw in this game kind of like it's a thing. <laughs> Which is, like, huh. strange. That's weird. Dave was <laughs> like, huh, I think I just became a soul player. Sometimes, sometimes you, can, you, can, you can just reverse a wild throw if they're in the corner and you steal the corner. It's, it's your corner now. Like, that is, that is a, a very unusual thing to have happen. Right. And then on top of all that, he has insane damage. Like his his conversions are crazy, he does right. so so much damage. Yeah. So like Soul to me is 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 clearly the strongest. Ram is up there also. Uh, Eno, I think the next tier down is like Eno, Giovanna, um, and then two characters. I don't know if this uh, May May also. And I, I'm kind of going on a limb here because I don't know how they're going to develop, but I think Milia and Zato will end up there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just based on on track record. Uh, these characters have always been good. They've always found a way. Uh, I think right now it's early, so people are finding their way with them, and they're, they're technical characters. They take time to develop. Um, you have to solve the holes in their, in their game plan, right? Um, everyone else, I think, is okay. I think everyone else, you know, is strong. Like, plenty strong enough to play. Uh, I think maybe, maybe Nagoro Yuki might need a change right, or two. Right, right. He's just Maybe. very different because the hardest part about Nagoro Yuki was the mentality because I played him in the in the previous beta. The way that you played him changed so drastically that, you know, if he came out like this, I think we would probably feel better about Nagoro Yuki because we would understand how to play him. But going from previous beta to this beta was such a wild the fact that the blood just builds up so much faster now landing command throw is so much more important yep. and when you do go into blood rage mode i do honestly think he loses 50 percent of his life a little too fast <laughs> but um uh i i you know it, if he came out this way in the previous beta and was like this the whole time i think we would have a better grasp on him but we'll see we'll see yeah i mean i i think Honestly, right now, uh, like I've played a lot of uh, a lot of Arxis games, uh, and this is one of the most balanced I felt a first version of an Arxis game. Mm. Um, it it is certainly like like markedly better than Exerd, markedly better than Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball was insane. Um, <laughs> it, like I think even better than than BBCF. BBCF had violation top tiers, so. We'll see. We'll see how you know how the game continues to develop. But I, I think it's right now the game is for me in a good place balance wise. Cool, cool man. Cool. Well, thanks a lot for coming on and chatting with us about it. Um, Absolutely. Can you man. plug yourself in any way? What do you? Oh want hell to yeah, hell yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, you can follow me on uh, on Twitter uh, at fluxedover. Uh, you can also uh, follow me on Twitch. Uh, I stream. Going to be streaming a lot of Guilty Gear when the game comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also stream Final Fantasy fourteen if that is your thing. I know for some people it is. Yeah, we. That's an entirely different topic. I can easily have another <laughs> interview about. But yeah, so, I. I mean, it, it was it was great to be on. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I wanted yeah. I wanted to make sure I ask everybody one question before they go, and because uh, sure. someone brought this up to me, and I think this is a cool question. Like David's, how did you get into the FGC? Where did your handle come from, Flux? Mm. Oh wow, oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so I went to college uh, at uh, at RIT, right? So it's a mm-hmm. big engineering school, and we're all a bunch of nerds. And so the people I was playing with, because I didn't really have a handle before uh, before Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. not really, right? So uh, we were all a bunch of nerds. I played Magneto, right? So oh, like we were like we, we just just threw they someone just threw a bunch of physics terms at me until one stuck, <laughs> and the one that stuck was magnetic flux, and then that after time became flux. Got it. Oh, that's cool. And here I am. Here I, I like it. That's well, awesome. you ended up with a better one than you could have ended up with. I would say <laughs> true, <that>. true. <laughs> but yet, you're, yet, yet, I mean, you didn't think you were really going to get get me off this without talking about flux sucks once, right? Flux <laughs> sucks. Uh, yeah. There it is. There I mean, is. that's like the whole Simpsons joke, right? We're going to name our son Bart. Let's see. Bart, cart, dart, ER. Nope, that sounds good. Let's go, right? You can't yeah, avoid yeah, it. Yeah. You can't avoid it, dude. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm, it, it's a joke for me. I, I, yeah, I'm way over it. So. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Thanks a lot for coming on again. Have a good Absolutely. night. Absolutely. It's been fun. Well, you too. You can take this too. Good night. Right. see you. Peace. And. I should. Th- oh, yeah, it worked. Sweet. Ooh, nice okay. work. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you know, that was really nice to talk with him about it. And um, after after having listened to him, I feel like I'm more interested in trying it out again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Because, like I said, it's yeah. it's interesting to me because, like I said, I feel like the game just has... I mean, again, I, obviously, I'm coming from the exact opposite side in that I will gush about everything Guilty Gear till the end of time because it's always been one of my favorite fighting game franchises. You should probably listen to Tubo more than anything because he's the new guy to this and he doesn't have the uh, the biases coming in. <laughs> yeah. As far as me playing Soul, I mean, like I, I've said this earlier on the stream, but um, in Excerpt, when I was briefly trying it out, I tried out Soul because, or I thought about trying out Soul because he seemed like a grappler to me. Mm-hmm. So he was one of the few that I was thinking about playing. Obviously, I didn't end up like, sticking right. with it, but that was I mean, definitely uh, on my mind. One sure. of the coolest things about it now, too, honestly, is that Soul, the grappler style from previous games, required you to grapple into. Okay, here's my corner carry dust loop combo to do this, all this stuff. You don't have to worry about that in this game. You just splat them on the floor and then just go. So <laughs> I think I think Soul is probably more suitable for you than it was than he was in yeah. previous I'll games. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks again, well, Flux, for coming on. Yeah, again, King of Carbs. Yeah. It just depends on the kind of player you are. For me, I would rather do the dust loop combos, but I think for David. Uh, this soul will definitely appeal to him a lot. So, yeah, you are correct. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I told, I told you you were a soul player last week. You did tell me that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll think about that stuff. 
Let's move on to 5-5 matchup where we talk about FGC discussion topics, news and stuff, and we react to it, or else we're just talking about drama sometimes. Let's talk about this topic, discussing the controller mod for easy v shift. So somebody, well, James, you want to tell the story? Yeah, absolutely. So someone showed this on a video and uh, they did it with a hitbox. Now, the thing is, this has nothing to do with hitbox, okay? This could be done on any controller. Wireman just put out a video where he did it to a super old, uh, super Street Fighter 4 joystick. But there is a mod that you can reasonably make that anybody can do to your joystick. So the way V-Shift work is they try to make it like a parry so that uh, you can't be holding back while you do it. So you can't just block and mash it in the middle of strings. You can't hold forward and walk. And as soon as something comes, you hit the buttons for it. You have to go to neutral. So what someone cleverly figured out is that the way SOCD cleaning works is that if you push both left and right, instead of one taking a priority, it equals neutral, <laughs> right? So what... Sure someone decided to do was wire the two buttons medium kick heavy punch left and right to a single button so no matter which way you're holding on the controller when you hit that boom you get the v shift so now you can do it while holding back or while holding forward or whatever like that because the sod cleaning will turn it instantly into neutral plus those buttons all in a single frame so this is something that's being discussed right now. And I was talking about it with uh, who it was. It was uh, uh, John, you know, John Shendo, and uh, as well as uh, Arturo Sanchez a little bit about this. But, you know, Arturo was saying like, great, now, we, now we're getting to the point where we have to test everybody's joysticks before top eight, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and, and everything like that. And, you know, I guess my question is, uh, what what do you guys think we should do about this or do you even think we should just do nothing <laughs> well traditionally that would be considered a macro and traditionally uh, by evo standards uh which is what every tournament has gone by you cannot program a single button to a macro and if you're pointing left and right at the same time mm -hmm. that is a macro um, so it, it's it's automatically illegal, I, I think, by traditional FGC rules. Um, however, however, I do think that if you see say have a cross up, and you hold left, and you have a button programmed on your cross up to be right, mm -hmm. so you hit left and right at the same time, and right, you yeah. shift at the same time. I think that should be perfectly legal. I don't see a problem with that because you're manually inputting that. But a macro one button to do all that for you, you're you're just moving into the into the uh, you know why can't right, we program right. hot opens and show you can still be one button too, like yeah. those those are those are macros and I I'm not about that. Yeah, I think that you're right, and I, I don't know that that's really what we're getting at because I feel like everybody thinks that that's right, right? That it's like a, it would be cheating. Can you do anything about it? I feel like is the more interesting question. Right. What 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 can you do about it? Do you have to like Art suggested test everybody's stick so that you can know who's cheating or not? Uh, it's just impractical, right? Like that's an impractical thing to do. So I think that you kind of hope that people aren't doing it, <laughs> and probably most people won't. 
and you know, I would suspect that you that you could notice, right? That, or that you could make good guesses about somebody who's mm -hmm. using V-Shift in such a way that like, wow, it really seemed like that was an immediate V-Shift response. Whereas like most people would have to be like, oh, handoff stick or whatever. Like, you know, it takes a frame or two longer. Like, I feel like you could notice that over time. It might be tough. And especially in a tournament situation where it's two out of three or whatever it is, you might not have I, I, I actually disagree with you that it's a hindrance to a tournament. If you go into Street Fighter Five controller menu there's like a little preview so you can see what your buttons do and if right. you just have each competitor right. tap all their buttons before the match starts that i mean you'd add what maybe 15 more minutes well you you would goals. also have to force them to hold left and tap all the buttons right sure right. i mean yeah, yeah but I, I don't think that's a problem right like that's right no that's fine I, I think that's super easy if it's just for street fighter 5 we gotta do it for every game in every pool it might be hard, but I, I think Dress for Street Fighter Five would work right. fine. Now, here's the interesting thing. I want to bring this part of the conversation in here because this is something that the Canons talked about in there when the Gaffro box became a thing, remember? And then we had all yeah. the rulings come out here. You know, one of the things the Canons said in their EVO ruling was that they believe in the future that you know, obviously there's like, you could still mod the Gaffro box into a hit box. So people think you have the SOCD cleaning, but you don't actually have the, you know, that obviously all these things are very possible. And so what the Canon said was eventually the game should be smart enough to design themselves in a way so that you just can't cheat like that. Right. So you know, I was talking to Arturo and, and John Shendo about this, about like what we can do programmatically maybe to try to remove this ability, you know, and, and there's just, it's, it's a tough situation. And, and I don't, again, I don't want to enforce these kind of weird button checky things, <laughs> you know, but, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't have necessarily an argument one way or the other, but just more bringing up that point just to kind of add to the discussion here, you know, should we just let it rock and just rely on Capcom to figure out a way to fix it? Or should we start testing it, you know? Well, it's definitely against the rules. So if you notice, then, you know, that should be something that gets somebody kicked out. But yeah. as far as, I, I don't, I don't know that it's, even if you can test some way when you're loading up the match, I just don't imagine that that's going to be something that we'll all do because this is a real small use case. It's, a, it's going to mm -hmm. be a very, very small number of people who have this. Will anybody have it? I don't know. Or is this just like a demonstration that it's possible? So I, it would seem weird to me to have a at a major 500-person tournament to have everybody do this on the off chance that like one person may have it. <laughs> and probably nobody will have it. Right. Uh, so it doesn't seem like a great use of time to me. I think I think you just got to let it go and you hope that the developer will change things in some way. But yeah, I, I don't know I don't know what there is to be done about this practically speaking. I mean, you say that it's against the rules, you hope nobody does it. Mm -hmm. If you do notice somebody doing something where their V-shift usage is different than everybody else's, okay, maybe you look into it, but I, I kind of think we just let this happen otherwise <laughs> yeah i mean john who i talked about mentioned earlier is in the chat right now and he says like right. maybe the key is to make it require a motion like quarter circle back or something yeah that's 
I mean, I think I think you described it well. I think that it's intended to be Perry-like. Mm -hmm, right? I think that's mm -hmm. the intention. So having a motion to it, I think, would change what you're supposed right. to use. It, and it would absolutely make it worse in any case, right? You could so take a little, a my time. suggestion was just make it so that the input is literally neutral and no buttons, and then neutral plus medium kick and heavy punch. Yeah, you have to have a frame of neutral first. You force a frame of neutral ahead of time, and sure, that means some people won't get it if they accidentally let go of their controller and hit it on the very next frame, but for the most part, most of us who are doing V-shifts usually have the controller in neutral at least like half a second beforehand, <laughs> you know, because we're kind of expecting to use it at that point in time, so... And the ability to actually go from back or forward to neutral and hit the buttons on the next frame, I think, is rare, you know? I just, I'm not sure it's worth changing the game. I'm not sure it's worth changing tournaments, because it just it seems to me like this is going to be really rare that people actually do it in tournament play. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe, it's, it's, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I guess know, we'll see. I, I mean, if you think back to, like, other games, people have modified controllers before. I mean, if you, you think about full schedule, that was a big deal in Marvel for like a year mm -hmm. where people were arguing if his controller is legal or not. And realistically, he just made it. You that was the first cross up. Right, like that's right. exactly <laughs> what his trick was. That was the first cross up. Hitbox stole that idea. So I, you I'm, know, like, it, I'm it's, still it's hard to say. I'm still curious what Tekken. I don't know if anybody in the chat knows what has Tekken done about the cross up controller. Because I know the cross-up controller definitely lets you do a lot of things that are super hard to do normally without it. You know, I'm wondering what they... I'm wondering... Because, like, Heiachi has a move that's literally you do forward, neutral, and then down forward and a couple of buttons to make him do this really powerful move that he has. And on a joystick, it's hard to hit down, forward, and the buttons without accidentally hitting a down or a forward beforehand. Like, it literally has to be forward, neutral, down, forward. So you have to hit those micro switches on the exact same frame and the buttons on that exact same frame. Someone asked me to do it on the cross-up, and I did it like 10 times in a row. You know? So, uh... Yeah. I'm curious what the Tekken scene has done with that, but again, you know, I brought it up. Even in the Tetris scene, I feel like they have to start thinking about different input devices, and we're sure. just in a, it's just a weird world. <laughs> it's a weird well, I, time. I, I feel, I feel the, the Tetris scene, maybe for other reasons, like the health of people playing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. As far as this stuff goes, what people in the chat are saying that uh, when it comes to Tekken, it's just not a big problem yet. And when it came to full schedule, he was the only one doing that. And so, you know, maybe in the future, if this becomes a more problematic thing, if more people are doing it, mm -hmm. okay, you know, maybe we sort of revisit it in some way, think about ways to handle it. I, even more than things like cross-up, I just don't think that this case is going to happen. Nobody's, not many people are going to be soldering. Like, it's just not going to be a big problem, I think, so... Um, maybe, like, you know, and if, if so, we revisit it. But for now, I just feel like it's like, why change how tournaments run? Why change how the game plays for this very small group of people? If anybody who's doing it. All right. Well, that's it. Anything else that's I'm good. Also, what if you made the rule of having one 
frame of neutral first, and then somebody internally in their stick put a little like one frame one gate. frame delay. Yeah, on, on the, <laughs> I mean, on the you know, but you that know, like, that it's an infinite arms race, right? But I mean, that is like you are now working that much hard. Like this is a mod that any one of us could make to the joystick in a minute. Right, like this is an easy mod to make. Doing something like that, you have to start really investing in it, you know, for a I'm mechanic. University and getting the electrical engineering professor on my side. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys remember when blinking was discovered in Street Fighter Four. Yeah. And everybody found out on the console version you could use the select button. Yep. To mm -hmm. blink. Uh, yep. Freakazoid, Clayton, uh, Freak Mods, however you guys know him. Uh, he made a stick that automatically plinked with select button. <laughs> so it made everybody's combo like one frame links into two That's frames. Awesome. Right. Yep. And, and he, he never, like, obviously didn't put the tech out there. He didn't want to do anything like that. But he would bring it to locals in Chicago for people to try out. And, oh, that's funny. Dude, well, don't you, rem so much don't do you remember Cien, depending on which character you use, would open up his controller and rewire it? Would like, he really? I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, he would and do I that in tournament. If he played Elena, he would change it so that he could plink the crouching light punch. And so, but then if he went back to another character, he would switch the buttons back to the default setting and stuff. Tokido at one point put an extra up button under the joystick so he could do Akuma's Ultra that was up, up into the things a lot faster. So he could do punch and to teleport into that and get the combo. But he kept hitting it by accident, so he stopped. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of players did that. They rewired their sticks uh, at tournaments in between matches, depending on whether they changed characters. I think Gamer B did it too. I never knew that. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, well, let's uh, move on to viewer questions. Sure. Okay. Here are the questions that we have taken from you guys today. By the way, there were a couple of others that I forgot to put on, so I've already put them in advance on the next week, so oh. my bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one, which of these is the most effective way to learn new characters in fighting games? Creating a new account and smurfing, generally winning against lower-level players, or playing on your main account, generally losing to players on your present level. So basically, play against lower level players or play against your level of player. Number two, what was the largest stepping stone for you all that felt like propelled you to a higher level of play in a fighting game? Number three, if you could pick the brain of any fighting game dev that made balance changes you didn't like, who and what would they be? Number four, what are some fighting game characters that were top tier but underplayed? What's the anti-magic sauce that leaves top-tier characters with no players? All right. I can't see the results. <laughs> and seems like there's been a glitch on this quiz. So wow. yeah, I'm having the same issue right now, James. Oh um, yeah, that's okay. A, that's super weird. I've never seen that before. All right. Well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna click on four, and then I'm gonna see subtract both. one. I'm gonna press both, and I'll subtract one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll <see what> happens. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, it's actually tied. Number three and number four are tied. So let's do number three first, I guess. If you mm -hmm. could pick the brain of any fighting game dev... Oh, wait, no, we're only doing one. Oh, no. Yeah, we're only, only doing one. one. Oh, dang. Flip a coin, David. Uh, You're actually, I think I have a quarter. I don't have one. I okay. do. I do. Uh, three right. is heads, four is tails. Okay. And we got tails. Okay, so that's four. Four. 
what are some fighting game characters that were top tier but underplayed? What's the anti-magic sauce that leaves top tier characters with no players? Can you guys think of fighting game characters that were top tier but underplayed? Not many people played them. I know there are some examples of that, and some of them were probably just because they were too hard to use. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of theory characters that are, you know, top tier, but like was, Dolphin and Marvel 2. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. But it's like, uh, if you nobody can do the stuff that makes them good, are they actually good? You know, like, it's not humanly possible. Little, King of Carbs says, Pet Shop. And why was he underplayed? Because he was banned. Akuma and SD. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, Fanatical Milk. Jill in Marvel 3, right? Because supposedly she was, like, stupidly broken that she got nerfed between the games. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know that I can think of great examples of this. I think it's more... I mean, maybe, maybe what I would say is that there are top-tier characters that fewer people played. I guess that's underplayed in a way, but it's not like nobody... Yeah. I'm thinking of like maybe Super Turbo, where Dalsum is relatively rare compared to how good he is. It's easier to play other top-tier characters, and so you see more of, like, in the U.S., Old Sagat right. or Vega or Boxer or whatever. But it's not like there's no Dalsum players. Like, there are definitely Dalsum players. It's just maybe not as many. Yeah, so I can think yeah. of a few game examples of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, maybe Street Fighter 4 Ibuki. Maybe. Like, she was kind of rare. But... Oh, you know what? Viper Marvel 3 is another good one, actually. I mean, if, if we're going Theory of Marvel 3, I'd say, like, MODOK. I think MODOK mm-hmm. is very, very strong. Um, but again, we're going back in like theory territory. Right, right. Not, yeah, I think not, it's, it's not proven. There's not that many examples of characters being top tier and not getting played. Yeah, like I said, I think the closest that I can think of maybe this Dalsum situation. And why did he not get played as often? Because he's complicated. Because you got to know every single anti-air. Every button that character has, it feels like, is an anti-air yeah, in I mean, situation. I think he, you just got to know. I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of people didn't play Dalsum in ST because he was cheap and stupid and everybody who played him is a scumbag. But, you know, oh, no way. Oh, sorry. What? Never mind. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I didn't play him in ST. That's pre my Dalsum area. Our era. Dive kicks, man. Freaking best dive kicks in fighting game history. Come on. Obviously, he's very good, and there were people who used Dalsum, and he won big tournaments. It's just that he wasn't as common as some of the other ones. Right. Right. That's about it. That's about it. Well, Yeah, maybe maybe Melee where Puff is very good, but there's really only ever been a couple of notable top-tier Puff players. Yeah, maybe like Ice Climbers? I mean, I don't don't know. No, there's definitely more Climbers, even. Um, as far as as far as Puff, yeah, there's really just been a couple who are like the top top level, and well, I've talked with people in the melee scene about that, and their reasoning is that they don't they feel that Puff doesn't do what people who like to play melee want to do in many <laughs> cases, right. right? So like if you're the if yep. you're if you're somebody who is interested enough in melee to play it, it's it may be because like you like speed and you like hand tech and execution and you know you like having interesting. Rush down. potential and roots. And yeah, yeah, right. Like all these other things. And Puff isn't as much about that stuff. And it's right. It's like really slowing the game down. <laughs> and some people don't like that. And so it's maybe more to do with that kind of stuff. Sort of goes against the, the main feel of the community in some way. All right. 
God, so, yeah. I just because uh, that's just the thing. I mean, that's not happening anymore today. Because obviously with these world tours and stuff like that, there's too much on the line for people to not play the top tier stuff. The only examples yeah. we could probably come up with are stuff from a long time ago. And, you know, like the closest thing I can think of was in SoCal when we were all playing Super Turbo Wednesday Night Fights, no one played Claw. You know, but that was just, right. you know, because we all knew he was broken and nobody wanted to play him. So I was like, I'll play him because you're going to have to learn to fight this character if you want to be good. <laughs> well, and, and maybe that is kind of like how not many people play Puff. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it's for the, the same reason. That right. The community is just like, well, this isn't really what we want to be doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to compete and win, Vig is a fantastic choice. But do you really want to be doing that? Wait, yeah. did they? Do, wait, what, 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 what am I reading here, St. Cole? Yeah, I'm reading what? the chat too. It looks like they took away Dan's infinite by giving him a random red fireball that knocks down on hit. That's hilarious. So they were basically waiting for RB to do it in tournament in top eight. And then they were like, okay, one person did it. You're out of here. I'm That's so right. sad. I'm so yeah, sad. Yeah, that actually sucks. <laughs> that, 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 I'm, yeah, that sucks. They should have left it in. That was what made him cool. I don't, I'm not too worried about it. I think that's sad. Wow. Oh, well, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But still. I mean, we knew it would happen eventually. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Oh, well. Okay. All Anyways. Right. Let's, uh, I don't know. Anything else to say about this one? No. I, why don't we just do number three as well? I mean, we killed that. That's a good, that's a good point. Okay. So number three is if you could pick the brain of any fighting game dev that made balance changes you didn't like, who and what would they be? What do you guys got? I, I don't... I don't have any. It's Yoshinori Ono about Arcade Edition. Oh, and I want to... I don't even want to talk with him. That's not even the way I would phrase it. I want to talk to him. I want to talk at him. I don't want to talk <laughs> with him about it. I want to talk at him about it. And how he had this idea that you didn't want the sphere to be too smooth. Ah, aren't bumps and ridges interesting and little mountains and... Wow! <laughs> wow! What a, what a choice that was, taking this game in Super Street Fighter 4 that was relatively well-balanced, although I think in retrospect, maybe not as good as we thought at the time. There's but no relatively well, certainly compared to AE. And then doing what he did and... Boy. I have no way to shorten this question to fit in here because this question is like, that is the question right there. So I'm just going to do this, whatever. I'm just going to leave it there. You got it. You got but, uh, it. I, I, think... uh, I, I remember right before they announced AE2012 at Evo that year, I walk, I saw Ono's just walking on the floor. I walked up and was like, oh no, like why Yun and Yang? And he goes, just wait, big announcement. And then I was like, oh, so they must be patching and then they did the whole AE. 2012 announced like a few hours after that. Right, right. Oh, like, he, he officially publicly apologized for his terrible decision making in the game. Basically, yeah, I, yeah. That's what that was. He went on stage but, and he was like, "Sorry, everybody." But also, like, I wouldn't even God. want to question him on it. Like, I, what? Like, it's it's done. I don't care anymore. I guess it's like how I feel. Like, if I like a fighting game enough, the balance patches and character changes don't matter as much to me. Uh, I'm, I'm playing the game because I like the game. And I've I've played characters that have been garbage and never gotten buffed. And I've played characters that have been good and got shit on. And 
whatever, man. Like, yeah. adapt, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I, 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 just, I just don't... I just don't... I don't want to say I don't care that much, but it's like, if I like the game, I'm going to play it anyways. Balance is overrated. Balance is so overrated. Fun factor is way more important. I... I, I just feel like that this is a question trying to bait me to talk about HDR. Um, <laughs> because, trust me, um, th that's not a hypothetical anymore. Because I definitely did uh, pick the brain <laughs> of a person who made a bunch of balance changes that I didn't like. So that, big, I mean, big that was definitely a, a long conversation. And yeah, like I said, Searle and I are not on speaking terms anymore. So, you know, that is, that's pretty much the best way to describe how well that went. So <laughs> that's all I'm going to well, say. It sounds like you talked at him. It sounds like you pulled the David. You didn't really yeah. have a discussion. Yeah. It sounds like you gave him a piece of your mind. I mean, I, it was so funny. He had a bunch of people playing the game and there was one change that he had made that I just got up and I just was like, this is unacceptable. Like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And everybody else in the room all put their joysticks down just so they could watch. Basically, they really wanted to, where did David go? I don't know. He just took his headset off and left. I... I have no idea what he did. Maybe he had to poop real bad. I guess. That was... Well, see you later, David. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, no, but honestly, like, uh, I just don't agree with a lot of what happened to HDR, but that's 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 just the way I'm going to state it. Uh, is the game more balanced than ST? Of course it is. Should Are there people who like it? Of course there are. Um, it just wasn't for me. That's all. So, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a a reasonable a reasonable story in person to want to ask about the balance changes of that game. I mean, I'm trying to think of a way to put this so it doesn't sound like I'm bashing Serlin, but if you feel like you can make a real sequel to Chess, which is like lauded as the most balanced intelligent game of all time <laughs> you're gonna think you can balance rebalance st and make it better too i i feel like that's kind of an ego thing right yeah so mm -hmm. well shoot what happened to dave oh there he is. david's back there he is <sighs> what happened bud i really had to pee super badly i i called it i said poo but you know <laughs> and james was like I forget what you said now, but you said something like, I just got up, and I was like, it's a sign. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. Well, I'm glad you relieved yourself. I hope the rest of that conversation went well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were talking fine. about, uh, you know. No, like I said, I, I was outside. trying to be very objective. I mean, you know, very, you know, as, as non-biased as possible, so... Okie doke. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the CPT. Let's talk a little bit about this tournament that happened. It was this past weekend. I mean, it, you know, it's basically every weekend at this point. But this one was about Southeast Asia. In, Actually, I mean, just it, it was just Asia East. East. Asia East. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. 
and it was uh it was fun by the way you guys did good uh, commentary again that was cool i thought i did okay on the first day although everybody loved my rb line although i've used it in the past but in a smaller venue so um i got to use it on that using lines how dare you james yeah, I know, no right. i'm with them you gotta it, it, especially if it was only used in a smaller context absolutely bring them back absolutely. <laughs> original content every time right yeah. here guys all right well good work to you this was won by uyunl with cammy and ryu infiltration second jury ed fang then shao bao lucia also yeah. i mean Vegas. So good. Uh, and etc 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 gamer b fifth with cammy and Seventh was Minute Made Orange with Cami. Ooh, there's three Camis in the top eight. <laughs> and this is third out of fourth CPT event, won by Cami as well. What's going on? What's this about? Look, character has been strong every season. It's just that there was those other characters kind of stronger a little bit that were a little more stable than low health, low stun Cami. Because that's what everybody used to say when they nerfed those. They were like, well, that's why Cammy's no good anymore. And her crouching light punch is zero on block, so she's not good anymore. And I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? And then uh, they nerfed all the characters who were better than Cammy, and now she destroys everybody. So, I mean. I mean, I think, I think very importantly, she... You can't view reversal anything she does on reaction. She's not hit-confirming. Or pressuring with heavies mm -hmm. and that's a big leg up almost everybody's yeah. like what what's my like big plus on block it's fierce it's a roundhouse in many cases right. not categorically but like that's often true and also some characters who are really good at getting in or whatever you can v-shift some of their stuff it's hard to v-shift box dash punch on reaction but like theoretically maybe there's nothing that cami does that's important for her that can be v-shifted on reaction you, right. you can't you cannot v shift instant ex dive pick on reaction sorry you can't do that um you so, can if you have a modded controller no i'm just kidding i don't think even a, yeah <laughs> I know. Uh, so the the two biggest defensive mechanics in the game are things that she doesn't have to worry about mm -hmm. and she has a v reversal that although it's unsafe on block it actually hits and crosses up and gets her out of corner situations so she's escaping corners more often and other characters have things that she can react to with viewers yeah um, so i think that she, i think she just has like some really important system mechanic stuff that uh she does better than many other people's um on top of having great walk speed great hit confirms great pressure great damage she's one of the best in the game at snowballing on any hit like she's just got a lot of stuff going i just on. I, I don't i don't know if she's so good that i would expect three out of four tournaments to be won by her that i think is definitely like <laughs> look, mago's great and he's been playing the character for a long time nl's great he's been playing the character uh, uh gama's great he's been playing the character like these are not people who are like oh i'll play cammy this season and it's gonna work out great it's right, not actually exactly. right i mean i'm surprised that after all this time they have still not nerfed V-Trigger 1 to be a 3-bar V-Trigger. That thing is too good to be a 2-bar V-Trigger and give her access to V-Shift and, and V-Reversals. You know, that thing has to be a 3-bar V-Trigger at this point. I know we're going to get one more balance change, aren't we, later on this year? Or, yeah, or are we not? Yeah, we are. I wouldn't they, be surprised if she got nerfed. I mean, someone asked on Twitter what you would do to nerf the character. My two answers would be just make crouching medium punch, uh, recover one frame slower. 
So you can't do counter hit, crouching medium punch, and a crouching medium kick as a combo. Uh, so that on block, it's zero on block. Um, and then, uh, or make her V-trigger three bars. I wouldn't do both. Just do one or the other. That's it. And that's it. Yeah, I really wouldn't do too much to her either. And Spavvin, you're right that uh, people who are pressuring in, in certain ways can make her V-reversal uh, whiff, or even just like make it so that uh, you know she, that you'll block her V-reversal, you can punish. Some characters can actually press a button, then jump, and they'll hit her, like land on her. Like There's mm -hmm. definitely tech that you can do against that. But it is a unique V-reversal. Nevertheless. Anyway, she's good, but she's not like nobody, like nobody would have predicted three out of four tournaments. Right. I'm not too worried about it. But I mean, yeah. what about, I mean, I know we're out of time, but I'm just going to say this. What about the state of Street Fighter V? 15 characters in the top eight. And one Lucia. Oh, and yeah. Lucia. Dude, I'm so happy about that, dude. It's so good. Oh, man. Yeah, she is so good. You're right. Tournament. What's that? What'd oh, you I say, say yeah, she is so good, you're right. No, I mean, I think she's fine. I think she's fine. Like I said, I've started figuring her out a little bit more. I still don't think, like I said, I still think she's mid at best, but mid is good enough to win in Street Fighter V. So, sure. um, I agree. what was it that you For said, sure. David? Shout out to RB who did the Dan Infinite. Oh, the yeah. last time I've ever seen The last it. one, the last one <laughs> I can't believe they did that and they patched it that fast. It was probably already planned. Yeah, it's very fortuitous that we saw yeah. it in top eight. I mean, the one thing that I will say about the, the, the I, I didn't even realize it, but like, yeah, when when Xiaobao beat Infiltration the first time, Infiltration didn't go with V skill one. And then when they fought the second time, he did. And then Xiaobao wasn't able to throw fireballs. And it's so weird that now that I think about it, Infiltration didn't go for V skill one the first time. To, 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 to make that fight a lot harder. But I don't know, man. Doesn't matter. That just meant we got to see Lucia kick some ass and that was awesome. And some fun watching that, dude. So Yeah, great. everybody in chat, yeah, the Dan Infinite has been patched out. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to the next one here. And also let's start running through this thing, because uh, we're we're approaching our normal end times. Are we? <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah, dude. I mean if Anyway, yes, I think we will. Uh, let's move on. All right, what, what do we got now? We have, right, Twitch Rivals. Let's talk about this. Wait, hang Twitch on a rivals. second. Hang on a second. Fugu Tibetai says, Late breaking news. SFL JP 2021 will be held this year. Big changes are that there will be eight corporate sponsored teams, up from six, four people each. Katakawa Game Linkage, Good 8 Squad, Saishunken, Sengens, Sungens, uh, Shinobism, Douyu Japan, Mildum, Topanga, and Nagoya Oja. There will be more matches, 58 with a world championship online games starting in October. Teams selected from a draft with multiple play-in paths like we've seen before. All right, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's I'm glad that that's still going. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. Shout out to Fugu as well. Uh, Doc Fugu, who always, who lives in Japan and always helps us out as well. Definitely. Okay. Twitch Rivals. They are doing Mortal Kombat, and it's Mortal Kombat X. It's Mortal Kombat X. The title is Max Presents MKX Lives, powered by Twitch Rivals. It's going to be on May 24th. And there's going to be a last chance qualifier for it being run by Mr. Aquaman and at the Coliseum on May 22nd. 
Very interesting to see that it's MKX. I mean, <laughs> the other the other games that Max has done in this like whatever lives Marvel Ki right. There's there's not really like a popular current version that the game company is like currently trying to sell <laughs> in any of the uh, instances. And in this one, there is. They're absolutely still trying to sell MK11, and it's absolutely still popular. So the fact that they nevertheless allowed MKX to go, I think is really cool of them, and I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Now, I saw you actually said that you tried playing it again just a little bit, just to kind of remember. Yeah, and, um, yeah I feel like I'm so bad at remembering games. It just Games leave my mind so easily yeah. nowadays. So I tried MKX again, and when I sat down to play it, I actually did remember some stuff. I remember I played... Kano and Kotal in that game. And I actually did remember inputs and I remembered combos and I remembered a little bit about spacing. I didn't remember some stuff for sure. I didn't remember that it's real weird when you take a back step in that game. It's mm. NRS used to have this issue that finally they don't in MK11 of when you step forward or back your character like kind of goes slowly and then begins to lurch and now you're walking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like yeah. And I remember people being mad about that and me at the time being like, yeah, I notice it, but like Whatever, I'm, I'm not thinking about it very often. Now, having played MK11 for the last couple of years, I go back to that and I'm like, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> I've, I've never played MK11. Does it feel like more like Street Fighter to control your character then, where it's instantly responsive when you move forward and backwards? Well, like every other game. Like, no other game had that weird... Well, motion. I mean, yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. I was just thinking Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, 1v1. But yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's okay, cool then. I didn't know that about it. you're moving in MK11. Yeah. I just assumed that it was like every other NRS game where you hit forward and then three seconds later they walk forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's not like that anymore. So, I mean, whatever. I was used to it at the time when MKX was out and it didn't bug me too much. And a lot of people are still playing that game, actually. It still is pretty popular online. So, they announced the players actually just as we got on the air. Oh, okay. So there are some of them that I think you would expect if you were paying attention back in the day. Sonic Fox is there, Ninja Killer is now one of the best MK11 players. But before that, he was probably the best MKX player for a couple of years. He didn't really play Injustice and, he, you know, Perfect Legends in there, Samij, Unbearable Skill and X88 are a couple of the best players in MKX nowadays. And other players that, you know, were really good at Forever King, Rewind, Star Charger, Deadly Rebel, Katana Prime, like a lot of people who were, who were really good. Hayate, there's a whole list out there. Check it out now. Um, it's on Max's Twitter if you want to see who's in there. So lots of really good choices. Yeah, but you know who's not in there, right? Who's not in there? Is Tubo. His streak Tubo has been broken, right? He was right. two for Get two. He was two for two in all the uh, game lives for Max. And now you should have you know, played MKX, dude. You should have played MKX. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it was, it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> but I'm the only person who's been included in both, so everyone can hold that. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a one I got a one Twitch rivals advantage over everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You have to be like, yeah, it was a good run, but you know it was... <laughs> Oh man. So there there is a last chance qualifier for this. If you're interested, it's gonna be on May twenty second. Mr. Aquaman's hosting it, it's on the Coliseum. And then the final event, the full event, May 24th, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash Maximilian underscore dude. Have you guys heard of that channel? You should check it out. Yeah, it's big. I think so. Um, yeah, okay. You guys have heard of it? Okay. Yeah. If not, consider taking a look at it. There's a, yeah. Currently, it's the Maximilian, Maximilian dude I heard currently is the number one 
channel when it comes to streaming King of Fighters 15 content. You know what number two is? You want to know what number two is? This guy right Jay here. <laughs> hey, right, cool, Max, 10,000 viewers, James, 120. That's basically <laughs> what it was. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. No exaggeration. <laughs> it was like 15,000 and I was like at a, like 150 and I was like, yeah, boy, let's go. That's right. Really um, anyway, I'm looking forward to this MKX. Uh, should be a lot of fun to watch. Also, are you, are you, WB Games. Are oh. you going to commentate that or no? No, I'm not. Uh, I, it's ketchup and mustard. Yeah, but also, even if it hadn't been, I honestly just don't remember the game very well. I've oh, seen, yeah, okay, I'm okay. Like I, if gotcha. they did ask me, I would say no because I wouldn't want to ruin anybody's experience. I just, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I, it was a fun game. I really enjoyed it, but I haven't played it since Injustice 2 came out, and it's completely out the old brain hole. Right. Okay. All right, WB Games. Here's the deal. There's a sale slash merger between AT&T and Discovery. Did you know Discovery was like a big media thing? I actually had no idea. I had no idea either. I had no idea. But that is what's going to happen. And in part of that, there's they're going to be spinning something off. So AT&T's uh, bought, they had bought Time Warner, and they're going to be spinning off the the media sides of that to form a new company with discovery as well it's it's too complicated for me I don't know. and it's gonna be separate from at&t here's the upside of it right like whatever details wb interactive entertainment is one of the things that's going to be up in the air and why that's relevant for us well another realm studios is part of that so there's a big fighting game developer that's uh, under that umbrella. Yeah. And the fate of NRS is, uh, as far as I know, not known. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully everything's fine. But, you know, anyway, that's what's what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping for the best for NRS. Maybe sure. I, I believe all three of us have friends that work there. and um, It's scary when that stuff is happening i mean i've been laid off twice because my company that i was working for bought another company and it was cheaper for them to keep the other workers than to keep us around so they laid us off that's happened to me twice wow. that's so, stupid. so so i i am worried for all the people that work for nrs i really hope this doesn't affect them at all um but other than that i really don't have any thoughts on it i mean oh, yeah, whatever that's, that's... it's Big conglomerates buying each other, whatever. Uh, totally, yeah. It continues to be absurd that media companies can become so large that they can control so much of cultural space. Yeah. That's just, in my view, I really don't like it. So, bummer. But, like, yeah, most importantly, I hope everybody's cool at NRS. I hope everything's yeah. fine. I mean, NRS is making so much money. I can't imagine anybody would, you know, be trying to... Uh, uh, the, I don't think I can't imagine they would try to do anything crazy to them, right? So, who knows? Uh, yeah, we'll find out. Looks like that. So Oric just posted, and apparently Cami did get some nerfs in this patch. Oh wow! Oh, but well, let's, actual bones patch. Let's, let's I can't run through the community news, and then we'll. Yeah, we'll I'm trying to load it up right now, but it looks like uh, their server is getting slammed right now. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that 
later. Okay. Okay. All right, James. I see what you're looking at right now. Get your head in the streaming game, but I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Anyway, what you're looking. All right. Uh, yeah. Seriously, let's just finish this. Uh, infill. Infillament. Infill has an FGC glossary out. If you're in the chat in Twitch right now and you type in exclamation point glossary and then any fighting game related term, you will be directed to Infill's new glossary site. Very, very cool website that he's got out there. James is putting it in the chat right now for you all to see. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Hero-kun got there okay. first. Uh, this is the same guy who did a fantastic Killer Instinct guide. It's honestly one of the best fighting game guides out there. Very detailed. It includes, talking about the KI guide, it includes GIFs and it includes timing things that you can try out. And it's very well written and it's, it's really comprehensive. It's awesome. So that's his kind of pedigree on this. And then this, I took a look at for a while as well and um everything i looked at was like very well explained and he's got a lot of different stuff in there and there's a whole search function that you could do uh so if you're if you're mashing glossary whatever in the <laughs> chat uh, moobot apparently which is the thing that we have set up there has a minimum period of time between which you can type in glossary whatever or any command for that matter um, so oh, heads up I it's not going to happen for everybody constantly but some of you, it will work out. I just remember I have a. Infill, he's doing good work out there. I just Please remembered right now I have a. It is glossary.infill.net. Yes. And I'm going to have. He said there's like 650 some terms in there. And so I'm going to have to go through there and see if they all pass the James Chen uh, seal of approval here because a lot of those terms, guess who created them? That's right. Me. That's right. Old Tupperware, of course. I've been doing this since 1993. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. I've been doing it ever since alt.games.sf2.egg. Whoa. That's where I, that's where I started. Mm -hmm. .egg. All right, so what's up with Daigo? Yeah, Daigo had COVID. We talked about that last time. Very bad news. We didn't mention this, but Fudo did on Twitter that he actually was hospitalized for it and is feeling better now. Although when he tweeted that, that was already several days ago, and I haven't seen any updates since then. So hopefully things are still actually fine. But he was in fact hospitalized for it. You know, we talked a little bit about COVID earlier, but I know that Japan's going through a rough spot in it, has been for some time now. And, uh, you know, very, when, when everybody, anybody gets sick, it's obviously bad. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's when it's more, it feels worse when it's somebody who you know, or somebody who you yeah. know of. Sure. And uh, yeah, that was that's a bummer. So best wishes to him. I hope that he does get fully better. I, I mean, to give you guys an idea of how poorly Japan has been handling vaccinations, Majin Obama booked a flight to Hawaii just to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So yep, you know Daigo was probably being safe, and the country itself is just not handling it very well. Well, I mean, he used to do a lot of walking streams. I heard where he yeah. would just walk through Japan and stuff like that. So. Who knows if maybe that was one of the times he caught it or something like that. So, could have been. Who knows? All right. Uh, yeah. Best wishes. Absolutely. All right. Let's move to the upcoming here. Because there's some cool stuff upcoming. Most especially, well, there's a few things, honestly, but one of the big ones is Red Bull Kumite, which is May 22nd through 23rd. In other words, this coming weekend. It's going to be in London this time. It's been moving around. It's been. In, it's now going to be in London, and they have both Street Fighter Five and also Strive. 
mm-hmm. they'll have both. That is true, yeah. The SF5 players list includes 16, including a last chance qualifier. So it's Bonchan, Gachikun, Hurricane, Idom, Kawano, Luffy, Vega Patch, Tokido, Takamura, Smug, Punk, Enom, and Oil King. An awesome, awesome list of players. And yeah. then the last chance qualifier is Jones, who's a really strong Ken player in the mm-hmm. region. So that's a great list of players. And what's been cool is that they all had to travel to London and then be there for a while for like quarantine and testing and stuff as you do these days. And so they're basically in their hotel room in London with fantastic internet. Right. <laughs> that's why Punk and That's why Punk and Idom. Yeah, Punk and Idom Idom got like first and second at the last salt mine league. <laughs> from, from London. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And there have been some super sick sets. If anybody has not yet watched Tokido versus uh, Idom yeah. in a first to 10 set and you're at all interested in Street Fighter V, I really, really recommend that you check it out. That yeah. was a fantastic set. But there's been a lot of cool stuff. Like Ryan Hart's been running big sets with people. He's still super sick. He won a tournament all long ago. He's a fantastic player still. So anyway, tons of awesome SF5 content this week as a result. And then there's going to be Red Bull Kumite this weekend. Including, like I said, the Strive Showcase. There's also Capcom Pro Tour South America West 1, so please be aware of that if you're somebody who's interested in that. It's actually the last Mortal Kombat Pro Competition week this coming weekend. So for anybody who wants to get into the finals week, there are eight qualifying weeks. People by points get into the top 16 in North America, and then that's who makes the final week. If you're somebody who likes MK, I really recommend checking this out because a lot of players who you think probably would be in that top 16 are not right now because they haven't entered enough to get right. Into that's right. So mm-hmm. people like Sonic Fox and Ninja Killer and Dragon and um, I'm sure I'm forgetting other people as well are not actually guaranteed a spot. Uh, oh. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them hop in there and play some MK this weekend. There might be some really good MK online. Uh, and then lastly, I just wanted to say that UIU is doing a Jeopardy stream on May 28th that they announced today. It's going to have Anakin and Marine and Justin Wong and Rips the host, and it's going to be benefit- benefiting uh, Stop Asian Hate. Uh, so Ooh. please check that out, twitch.tv slash UYUTV, May 28th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. So- yes, that is correct. Uh, there's only 16 players in the Red Bull Kumite. Correct. I do want to mention that for the Red Bull Kumite... Uh, I will be doing an official beginner restream for it again uh, this weekend. Uh, so um, I'm I was I talked with Red Bull. I've been I've been given the green light to do that. So uh, on my stream, I'll be doing a beginner restream like I've done before in the past. Uh, so you guys can tune in on twitch.tv slash jchenzor, where I will answer all the questions and stuff like that. Again, it's not me doing commentary. It's me literally answering questions and then also using the matches to give me talking points uh, that kind of educate you on how to play Street Fighter V. Uh, I've had people in my chat, literally, who are good at Street Fighter V, was like, that is the best way I've ever heard Street Fighter V described. Like I awesome. like a lot of people said a lot of good things about it. So if you want to check it out, if you want to learn Street Fighter Five, uh, let me know. Uh, just come tune it in, tune in. So cool, man. All right, well that's all I got for upcoming stuff. Right. Mailbag, or do you want to talk about these patch notes here? Let me know if there's any big patch notes changed. There's a yeah. lot in here. Like Are I really? looked at Lucia's section and I'm like 
flabbergasted. What? Okay, um, put it up on the screen that we can see as well. All right. Or maybe just put it on the internet. Why don't, why don't you do that? Just... Okay, okay, yeah. Dang, you're right. You were just scrolling so long through this? Dude, there's... Yes. It looks like a big patch. They it... put out a major patch? That's very yeah, Right before Red Bull Kumite. Dude, Ooh. yeah, there are literally people who I've always... Come on, Capricorn. Get in touch. You guys the... are doing so good. Dude, the classic, like, you're traveling to a major and they change the game on the way to a major yep. story is back. Oh, no. God, why, why am I having trouble with this? Hang on a second. Let me do this. Okay, there we go. That'll make it easier. Uh, monitor capture. Let's just do this way. Okay, there we go. So, here's the patch notes. Okay, I can't really see it, to be honest. Right. Yeah, neither can I. It's really right. small. Uh, I wonder if there's a better way I can do this. Maybe I can zoom it in like this. There you go. Hey, there you go. All right. I mean, look at this God, thing, too. Man, this is a long patch note. Yeah, so alterations to V-shifts, ability granting invincibility or armor from the first frame, as well as low risk or high return moves, invincible to throws have been adjusted to have less effective throw invincibility. What? I don't even know what that means. Does it have enough impact to reliably handle V-shifts? So they're saying you can get thrown out of V-shift now? I... Maybe? Um, I'm going to have to study this later. Yeah, I I'm glad that I already started hating Street Fighter V again now. These general adjustments are continuing while V-Skills and V-Triggers have it. Well, okay, so they're trying to do that rebalancing. So Nash, I mean, look at this. Standing light kick has been improved. Oh, crouching medium. So big patch. Jumping yeah, Sobot. Rapid kick, rapid kick. Look, Cammy. Wait, wait, James, did they make the changes that you asked for? It for, doesn't look like it. For loose oh for Cami? No, probably yeah. not. Yeah. So let's see. Cannon strike. Wow, if you just do the dive kick and it doesn't hit, it recovers from nine to seventeen frames. So you can whiff punish it better. Yeah, easier. Right? Yeah. Or or V shift it and punish. Oh right, yeah. Right, sure, that makes sense. Jesus, okay. And then they also made it so that uh, EX Cannon Strike, yeah, also is more punishable along with EX Spiral Arrows, not invincible to projectiles until uh, fourth frame. Birdie. Oh, look at this. Nothing for Birdie. Oh, no, just bug fixes. Bug fixes. Ken. Look at this. They buffed Ken a bunch of stuff. Nikali, a few small things. Vega, nothing much. Armika, wow. What the heck? All right. Rashid, Zangief, not much. Lord. Okay, so I read, I read more. I'm, I'm actually like reading the initial thing. It's not actually about V shift. It's, um, it's not, it's not a nerf to V shift. So they're saying instead that abilities that gave invincibility or armor right away uh -huh. are nerfed. To have less effective throw invincibility, so oh. V-shift. They're saying, considering V-shift's offensive and defensive capabilities, normal throws should have enough impact to reliably handle V-shift. Uh. But characters with the invincible abilities mentioned above had an easy way to deal with throws and strikes. So they're actually making V-shift more important by right. making other things less involved. But I mean, so, like, wait, what do they change about Balrog real quick? I want to see if they change his dash punch. Uh, nope. 
Oh, dash. They just made it so the dash traits reduce pushback on blocks, so it's easier well, to that'll punish. That'll make it easier to punish a negative four. Right. Right. Make and it easier to punish. Sorry, Brian. Wait, what was the Zangief change? Zangief change. Here we go. Uh, remove remove throw. throw invincibility from EX spinning pile driver. Oh That's my god. He got what he deserved. Hold that shit, grappler players. What? I mean, he I guess that's exactly what they, what they were talking about with what I just mentioned, making V-Shift more important. But yeah. So wow. in other words, okay, me what's, what about those? meaty throws on Zangief are effective now. They are, yeah. Yoga Gale, yoga all Gale. strengths can be canceled into Yoga oh. Sansara. So you can do Air okay. Yoga Gale into charge, uh, uh, into the um, charge up. Yeah, into, it, it, no, it, no, not into V skill. Into yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, okay, well, burn. all right, weird. That's cool, though. So, Fung, Alex, not much. Ibuki, not much. Balrog, not much. Urien, not much. Akuma, wow, look at this. Wow, it's a long list. We're going to have to go through and read this, actually. Yeah, I know. Oh, look at Colleen, yeah, Abigail. Look at this Abigail, yeah, dude. It's a big one. It's a big one. Manat, Sakura, not much. Blanca. But here's the crazy one. Like, we just keep going through this. Sagat, not much. Nothing. Kage, E. Honda. All right, what they changed about our boy, David? Increase uh, the combo count limit of the first attack. So you can uh, juggle more. Well, oh. oh wow. They again, baby. Yeah, when they, say, when they say combo count limit, that means that it juggles better. So, L, okay, so V skill 2, L 100 hands, increase the combo count limit again, decrease combo count gain of the first attack. Right. So they made his, they made him do more damage in juggles. Is that what I'm Yeah, reading? basically. The, the, the 100 hand slap will juggle easier <laughs> starting from the first hit. People. I don't understand. All right, fine. But now fine. look at this. Look at Lucia. Whoa. They did a lot of stuff on here. This one... God, where was the one that I saw that was like crazy to me? Well, actually, these are all V trigger stuff. Oh, this one. Reduce the final attack's hit back. If this means I can V skill one and I'm in range for throw now, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. Mm hmm. But they're trying to give her better Oki on a lot of things. So Tornado Spinner, which is run into the V-Skill 1, reduce the second hit's back knockback distance, increase the second hit's knockback height. So they're going to fall later next to you so you have better Oki on this kind of situation. You know, uh, it's just interesting. All right. Well, yeah, let's do another stream on this because there's, there's too it's much. It's late. Here. It's time to go. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We'll, we'll talk about this stuff later. Crazy! I can't believe they did that much, dude. I can't... Yeah, that's weird. I didn't expect that. We were just saying, are there supposed to be another balance patch? Yeah, that's I right, yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's get the mail right. bag then. Yeah, let's just... We'll, we'll go through them quickly. Because there's some fun ones in here. Doc Fugu on Twitter. This summer, Topanga director Tomita Fusuke announced that they are forming an idol group with Kawano, Jotaro, Nauman, Mizuha, and Moke to come out this summer. There's actually a video that he linked, and I put it into the uh, into the run of show, if you want to put it on, because it's hilarious to see them dance. They're trying to learn how to dance. Where is this? It's in the mailbag. 
lower. There it is. Nope. You're too far. There it is. Anyway, as you're setting it up, here's the question. Did Who you timestamp it? Is, is this your timestamp is, is correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who is on your competing FGC idol band? Who do you got on an idol band, Tubbo Ware? Uh, beautiful dude, obviously. Oh, Rico Suave, obviously. Well, Wait, but I mean, are these singers or are you just picking them by looks? Yeah, I'm just picking really good looking list. guys. They're idols. They don't need to be talented. They're there to look good. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I get Ultra this. David. Why not? We can have Ultra David oh, in there. James Chen. We, we got to have like the mature, you know, daddy of the group. The mature. Oh and I can daddy. actually sing, right? I mean, come on. And, yeah, and James, and, you know, he can throw it out on the mic. How many people need to be in an idol? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't have much context here for you. That's, that's my answer. It's beautiful dude, Rico Suave, Ultra David, and James Chen. There you go. Okay, fair well, enough. It's, oh, there it is, finally. Okay, here we go. Okay, James is about to play it. All right, sick. Dude, oh, I don't no. know what's wrong with YouTube right now. It is like really chugging oh, for no. me. YouTube. Womp, womp. Has anybody else had any problems with YouTube? Uh, having problems with YouTube right now? E experiencing interruptions. Oh, YouTube is having issues. YouTube oh, is YouTube fun. is actually slow. Oh, wow. Okay, oh, anyway, okay. well, imagine that as you're watching them here in this little gym, they then begin to prance around and do funny dances because, uh, okay. you know, it's a bunch of video game players and they're 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 cute kids, but like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, is 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 John Takauchi not on there? Uh, not that it, I see. Because I mean, no. mm, yeah, is, he's isn't he like well into his twenties now? He's way too old. He's got to be like 23. Are there right? rules? 23? I don't know. There's probably rules. Like no, I'm just saying like usually like these groups are like, you know, like 19-year-old hotties. <laughs> totally. Okay. I used to have a list of cute boys. It's FGC cute boys list. Yeah. And I think that that's probably no longer accurate because I think that probably was like eight or nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. And those people are no longer boys. <laughs> those are some <laughs> grown dudes at this point. FGC cute forty year old man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that, was, I, I, that was my answer. I mean, I mean it exactly, guy. How you guys think that it's supposed to be bad? Come on. Anyway. Um, all right. In conclusion, I'm on a boy band now. Mecca MacGyver on Twitter says, "Can anything be done so people understand that Mexican uppercuts were originally Shoto Roundhouse?" I actually have no idea what Sanchez is talking about here. My understanding of this was always that it's crouching fears. Right. That's but what he, I thought too. I thought it was. I thought he that said was. that Watson told him back in the day that it was actually Roundhouse. And yeah. I was wondering, if you was there? I mean, this is not the best term to be totally clear, but yeah, it's uh, it's real it's, questionable. No, not one that I would use, but um, it definitely was one that many of us used to use. And did you guys used to mean it to mean standing on us? Definitely crouching fears. I, I never knew it as standing roundhouse, so that's actually new to me as well. Uh, I I actually had no idea. I mean, Watson would be a better authority on it than I am, so yeah. Anyway, that is on the glossary. Yeah, that's why he was bringing it up. <laughs> nice. Okay. All underscore before on Twitter. How would you design a fighting game slash dating sim mashup? I mean, are yeah, we talking? 
Yeah, I, I think here's my answer. I, I wouldn't. I walk out the building. I, I, yeah. I take one look at what I've been told to design. I've been hired for a new like designer job on a video game. And I take one look at the little sheet and it's like, whoa, well, actually, we're going to be doing a fighting game slash dating sim mashup. And I'd be like, well, you know, this experiment and my video but, but, game. Hang on a second. Career, hang on a second. Here's my resume. Hang on a second. Are they talking about how would we design it or do we critique the one that actually already exists? Is there one that exists? Yes, SNK has a has one. Like SNK has had dating sims where you can date like the dudes in in their game for a but while. Those are dating sims. They're not also fighting games. Yeah, they're just fighting, fighting characters. But, but I think that's what they mean by a dating sim fighting game. Oh, I, I mashup, think they meant right? a fighting game slash dating sim. That's my understanding. I think yeah. I think we're playing competitive gaming in a dating sim. Yeah. I don't even know like how in that order, works. In order to get more cute boys, you have to win more matches, right? Something <laughs> like that. Fight for fight for them, basically. Okay. No thanks. I'm good. I would. I, I just sorry. That would be not something I would be interested in designing. I think I could actually. It would be hilarious. I think I could actually do some funny fun stuff with that. I think I would be totally down to design this. James, are you? Is this how you tell us that you're really into dating sims secretly? I have never played a dating sim in my entire life, but I think it would be hilarious to try to make a fighting dating collaboration kind of game. It's just, a, it's just the game designer in me. Like, I just start thinking about it. I'm like, there's probably a lot of really funny things you could do with that, and I think I would be, I think you could come up with some really funny stuff. 98 Tigers on Twitter says, let's say there's a fighting game that has politicians as fighters, presidents, ambassadors, dictators, etc. Who would be in the game and what type of fighting styles would they have? Thomas Paine is a zoner. That's my answer. I've been down this road before and he, as my favorite of the founders of the American Revolution, would be a zoner. He's such a nerd. There's like 500 people in chat maybe two of them know who Thomas Paine is and you're one of them. He's great. He was, well, he's a good, he's better than the rest. Let me phrase it like that. He's probably not great. Well, I mean, I feel, nobody else, huh? I ben feel like... Franklin is a grappler. He was a, he was a gnarly old man who had way too many weird hookups with people way too young and he was accustomed to grappling his way in there. I feel like I feel like this would be a perfect sequel to the Fight of Gods, Fight of Animals guys, right? Fight, fight of, of history. Fight of, fight of history. This is really similar to that idea that I told you guys that I wouldn't talk about on air. Oh. <laughs> Very similar. Okay, but, all right. Again, I'm not gonna talk about Next it question. On air. Next okay, question. Alright, last one. BBS underscore Mexican King on Twitter says, is it more optimal to inhale or exhale when starting a combo? And I, well, how, how do you read this, Tubbleware? How does this, what does this I mean? I don't think about breathing when I'm playing competitive fighting games. Like, I'm not mid-match. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta confirm. <gasps> I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just breathing and playing the game. I, I don't. I've never made. I've caught myself like holding my breath in panic moments at times, but maybe is that's about this it. Is this a question about smoking reefer or not in your brain? Oh, 
No, that's not is where this my a question brain is. about dope. Is it a question about this, weed? No, this is, is not. It a I, about marijuana? Not, no, I don't think so. I actually didn't it's interpret it that I, way either. Yeah, I didn't interpret it that way one bit, you pothead. Is this is your way, part? David, of admitting that you're a pothead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just a DJ and stoner. I mean, I feel like I feel like I exhale when I know I'm about to. I mean, I inhale when I know I'm about to start like a big combo. I was just like trying to imagine it, but I think that's just uh, natural, I guess. But to answer your question, David, if you're getting hit by a combo, you definitely hit the pipe at that point because you can okay. blow at any time. Okay. So if okay. you're getting hit by a combo, then yeah, you definitely spark up the bowl. You take your hit and then you put the bolt down, and when they finish the combo, you can exhale and keep playing the game. You you got enough time, huh? What game are we talking about? We're talking about Marvel Three. Marvel Three, yeah. Come on, man. We're talking about smoking and while we're playing. It's Marvel players. <laughs> Marvel players or third strike players. That's it. There's some third strike players who do weed. <laughs> yeah, some some that do some weed. Yeah, there's some Marvel players that do some weed. You know. Me, I would never not not once in my life have I ever partaken in that. No siree. Not me. Old Tupperware is as clean as can be. Hey, you That's know right. what? It's We're legal it's right legal in my state, so I, I would definitely uh it, I would be okay to admit it if I did, but unfortunately I have not. Well, well let me tell you, I mean, you know, it is legal to doing doing the weeds here is uh totally normal. Everybody's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't live in one of those legalized states yet. Ah, you will. Probably. Okay, that's it. That's all I got we for the mailbag. Congratulations, everybody. I'm going to go didn't check have out... A, we didn't have a Casmer question this time? No. Casmer's busy editing all the videos we're sending. Just for thousands <laughs> of videos. A bong adapter. I have, you joke, but I have seen people whose joysticks have ashtrays on them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. All right, that's it. I realize now that we did not talk about game news, such as uh, there's a new KOF character announced. There was actually a really that's significant right. patch in MK11. But we're not going to do that now. It's too late. Too late for that. But we're going to yeah, do that next time. Samurai Showdown was announced for Steam. Wow. I... <laughs> like anybody cares at this point. The... Yeah. And I want to buy this two-year-old game for full price and then pay for all the DLCs. Dude, that's what I know that I can't online. That's what everybody says. If they don't, ha if this is not some comprehensive edition and you're expected to pay $120 for all the content on Steam, good luck with that one, dude. Good luck. And it's with coming that out the same week as Guilty Gear Strive. They're wow. gonna sell three copies on Steam. No one wants that shit. Get out of here. We're playing Robert. Strive. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it from the man. All right. uh, so I'm not going to be here for the next two Tuesday shows. I'm going to be traveling in North Carolina for family stuff, and then we're going to be moving. I'm moving to a new apartment five blocks away <laughs> and on actually the same street where I currently live. <laughs> but I am going to be moving, so that's going to be on June 1st. It's our actual moving date, which is Tuesday. So bummer of the time. But yeah, but I'm not going to be here for a little while. Okay. But these two fellas are going to be continuing things in my stead. Sure. 
big grins on your faces. You guys look rare sure. to do that. I'm James just, and I have been on a podcast before. So I know you guys will be good. Yeah. Done that, man. I'm just trying. Yeah. I just trust like thinking about Lucia changes right now. <laughs> Alright, James. James' eyes wandering. He's been reading all the batches. I don't know Absolutely. what you're talking about, Absolutely. dude. I have no all right, idea. Let's burn him and get out of here. I got all work right, to do all already. Alright, all right. okay. All right, okay. Guys. I got to pack. I'm sitting surrounded by huge boxes. Oh, Miles just came. Hey, Miles. That's a good boy. Yeah. Also, Please yeah. give Nathan a celebratory gloving for me. Yeah, glad that Nathan is home already. So I'm glad. So, alrighty. Bird, bird, bird.